0: Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Welcome into the show. Let's see who is hanging out with us and do a server sound off. Star Trek Fleet Command server sound off. You guys hit it. Who's hanging out with us today? Hey, Stephen Aaron. Server 129. Welcome, Lord Farquaad on 147. How you doing? Sakara on 136. Dirty Bird Bill on 15. Hello. Welcome into the show. Housekeeping on 16. Hank on 15, Razik on 15, European server 147 welcomes Vespa man. welcome into the show Scalyback on 193, Bloakman on 134, hello Chala on 15, Quackfu on 31, Moe D on 16, Burn Like Ice on 143, server 25 and Killer Centaur are here, welcome, Bloakman on 134, how you doing, Boaz on server 14, Commander Taylor says uh, hello, anyone out there? server 192 hello checking in hey wicked witch on 15 gallum on 21 friend on 16 sliver surfer what's up uh, captain morgan hello on the server 31 Mishra on 25 tech guy from server 15 how you doing uh, <laughs> Killer Orange says get to the stupid news Please server 17 checking in how you doing Shinjo on 26 and 43 How you doing housekeeping on 16 Berg on 32 Emperor Son on 141 Dreamweaver on Server 17 how you doing Chadwells on server 29 and Honey On 18 and 43 VReady checking In from server 196 how you doing legendary Nurse server 26 and the hizzy Sliver uh, 31 Silent Stabber on server 8 Lord Neelix on 15 Hudson on one. 14- Forty-six. How you doing? Darth Quarantine on 18. Corn on uh, server 8. Maztec 32. Twob on 22. Dark Lord on server 13. How you doing? Cawthorn on server 8. Lots of server 8 checking in. I appreciate it, guys. Hey, Pops on 37, welcome. Virtual Army on 135, Haven is here. Jetski is here from server 37, how you doing? Haven on 27, yep, gotcha. Hey, what's up? Admiral Proton, superhero of server 17, how you doing? Welcome into to the show. Spock the Avenger says, uh, where am I? <laughs> you are on server 13, sir. Mjolnir says uh, hello from server 14, uh, 156. Turakine on 144. Rackstar on server 8. Bernard on 28 and karkin on 15 data also here from server 32 how you guys doing welcome in to the show appreciate you guys all being here uh, it means a great deal that you guys uh continue to check in and continue to come and hang out with us on the show i uh, hope you guys are enjoying our new video series snake guys and i have been uh, hard at work on that and i uh, would like to invite you guys to check out our youtube channel subs are steadily rising we would like to uh, remind you guys if you haven't done so already get on over check out our youtube channel click that subscribe button and uh like some of the videos watch some of them we've done some really cool stuff uh real quick snake eyes i want to throw out a correction really really quickly on our last video this was the known associate video and uh it was just a goofy error on my part um all of the percentages that I read out loud, those are correct. Okay, that, that was fine. The only thing that was incorrect is the, uh, the the summary graph or the chart at the very end of it, and there was only one or two entries that were incorrect. We have placed a correct chart in our graphics room, so if you guys would like to check that out, that is the summary of the video, any, uh, video anyway. Uh, all of the costs comparing accomplice to known associates, and uh, and again, the video is good. You guys should go check that out and watch that. Please leave your comments below the video. And like and subscribe to the channel. But we've done a lot of other stuff. We've gotten a good second look at discovery. We did some uh, on-screen testing of hostels at tier one, two, and three, which is where most of us are going to be, especially because we can't upgrade the Dagon thing right now, not without buying packs. And so for the free-to-play. Uh, and yes, I do catch. You know, it's so funny, Snake Eyes. I, even even this weekend, I wasn't even in game much. I still catch a lot of flack. Oh, you all that stuff you get from Scopely. Yeah, I get so much stuff. You're right. I got the ship. Uh, and, and by the way, still ended up paying for the ship. Uh, <laughs> for those of you who don't know that story, uh, somebody pointed out in the video, that it looked like I had two of them. Well, that's correct, because I got the one, and uh, when I tried to record a video on it, this is how dedicated to you guys I am. Uh, I, I got the ship from Scopely, thank you for that, and went and did, uh, went and did the video, and then realized that the video file was corrupted. It, it had, it had, there was something wrong. It crashed while I was recording. So, what did I do? I actually bought the ship so that I could build it and do the video for you again. (laughs) Yes, I spent $50 just to make the video. For you guys because I got the ship So yes by the time I earn it In the uh, battle pass I will have Three Dreamweaver and that was Completely unintended but I'm going to end up With three of them uh, and yay <laughs> Right uh, Three discoveries you know I, I Would have been happier if I had gotten three Stellas but I have three discoveries Which you know is not going to really do Me any good there yeah it, it could be A tax write off I guess but uh, yeah I actually Ended up buying the ship So that I could do a video for you guys But uh, most people had to ship a day before I did But anyway uh, So there are some good videos there Please, uh, even if you know the information Golly, check it out Uh, Like Arnie did Arnie watched the video And then corrected me on it So I appreciate that too Because we always want to make sure That we put the correct information out there Uh, Yes, Razek, I've got three poops (laughs) Three poops Uh, I wish I could trade it off I wish I could scrap it Uh, I can't do any of those things So uh, anyway, there is that Please check out the YouTube channel Subscribe and watch those videos Throw a little support our way and uh, and share that out. We need to get some more subs. We need to get some more views, and uh, we need your help to do that. Now, uh, before we get into today's show, let's go ahead and knock out our stupid news live from the Talking Trek Studios. It is time for the stupid news. Stupid, stupid news. It is time. News. Yes, the stupid news again. News. Again. News. again. News. Don't worry, witch. News. I don't. I don't actually have a ton of it today Dreamweaver says it's so stupid it's cool I like it very much, thank you Germany, ladies and gentlemen has confirmed the first case of African swine fever on its territory after a wild boar cadaver found in the eastern state of Brandenburg has tested positive further reminding us that yes we are still in 2020 <laughs> i wonder i wonder if these poor pigs who catch swine fever can be treated I, I know something tells me you can't just put any ointment on it and call it a day <laughs> <laughs> oinkment get it oink all right. Saturday Night Live is set to resume uh, Resume filming New in-studio episodes uh, Beginning in October NBC did not say whether or not there's going to be a studio audience uh, My guess is people will probably Stay home to watch the show And, and just not laugh from their couch uh, This will be Saturday Night Live's 46th season Which is remarkable Mainly because it hasn't been funny Since season 30 uh, <laughs> I know uh, The NFL season kicked off Last night, uh, no, sorry, kicked off Thursday night. Kicked off Thursday night as the defending Super Bowl champions, the Kansas City Chiefs battled the Houston Texans at Arrowhead Stadium. Arrowhead Stadium was filled to 22% capacity with only 16,000 fans uh, at the maximum being allowed into the stadium. The Chiefs are not used to playing in a stadium with only 22% capacity. It's kind of more of a Jaguars thing. Yeah, yeah, worst ratings in history, and no one was even there to watch it. Jaguars thing (laughs) that's funny sports officials have pledged in their strongest words that the Olympic Games in Tokyo postponed due to COVID-19 will take place in the summer of 21 I am kind of glad the games are in Tokyo and not in Bangkok if they were then all the events would end in (laughs) ties you get it? ties oh yes thank you A Canadian karaoke bar is facing severe fines after 30 cases of COVID-19 were linked back to this bar. Uh, Everyone was karaoke singing Sick as a Dog by Aerosmith Uh, no Canadians really truthfully they haven't been this embarrassed about spreading something terrible since Justin Bieber's music was unleashed onto the world Uh, ladies and gentlemen we're sorry (laughs) yeah thank you thank you for that Um, in a shocking announcement folks the Kardashian clan revealed that their hit reality TV show Keeping Up with the Kardashians will be ending after 14 years on the air. So finally, finally, we do get some good news in 2020. Uh, However, now that the show is over, uh, the Kardashian sisters can probably get back to doing what they truly do best, uh, basketball players. Uh, (laughs) And there's just stupid news. Uh, Yeah, see, which it was short today. Uh, thank you, Quackfu. I appreciate that. Thank you. See, it was it was short today. I got a lot to do. I had I had a very busy weekend, um, guys. So let me let me fill you in here just for a second. I, I am going to tell you about my day yesterday. I feel that I feel compelled to do this today. It's something that that I've never uh, done on this show. It's not something we're going to do on any kind of regular basis. We've never, ever done it, anything like this. All right. So, guys, uh, you're witnessing Talking Trek history uh, here. Uh, it's not something that, uh, that we've ever done before. But um, I, uh, Snake Eyes and I were talking yesterday. Uh, we were on the official Discord, and we were trying to decide what we, what we could focus on today. What we could focus on today, uh, and, and there really was, was only two clear directions, right? There were only two clear paths. One was uh, fire and, uh, and destruction and, and negativity and toxicity, and you guys know me. That's, that's not really what I'm about, okay? Um, I, my mama always taught me, if you don't have anything nice to say, then don't say anything at all, which is why, uh, which is why, we actually almost canceled the show. We almost canceled the show uh, because there is absolutely nothing positive. Nothing positive that has happened in the last few days, and it disappoints me. So uh, it, it disappoints me a great deal. Now, don't don't get it twisted. We're going to talk about the game. Uh, but I had a wonderful day yesterday, and, and I want to tell you a little bit about it. I had a great day yesterday. As a matter of fact, I was on the official Discord uh, for a little bit early, and uh, it was just, I mean, it was bonkers, right? It was bonkers. And so I decided uh, that we were going to do something different today that was actually going to be something positive. And, uh, and I, t- I talked to Snake. I actually talked to a couple of people about it. I even told Jess on the official Discord, uh, official moderator, I said, you know what? I think I have to check out today. I, I literally, I think I have to sign off. I think I have to close Discord because um, I, I just I, I can't do it today. All right, I was very busy yesterday. Yesterday, I was at a charity benefit, uh, and I was there literally all day. Uh, it was a great time, um, and I was there. I was there all day, and uh, and I got to thinking about what it was that I was doing there. And and I thought you know what this would actually be more hopeful, more positive, uh, and touch you in a way that that we have not done so before. One of the one of the side effects of talk radio, one of the side effects of talk radio is that you guys connect to me, uh, and I connect to you. We're we I mean literally most of you guys spend a minimum a minimum of four hours a week with us. You know, you, you listen to me. You know my family. You know my children. You know my wife. Uh, you know what I do for a living. You, you know, we, we, we spend so many hours together every single week. And, and in a lot of cases, you guys know me better than I know you with, with a few exceptions. You know, some of you I, I talk to and, and work with on a daily basis. And, and other of you uh, are just listeners of the show. And, and I thank you for that. You, you could never know. Uh, how important that is to me, and so uh, Snake Eyes and I decided to to give you a peek into my world just a little bit. And uh, and and he asked me what I was doing yesterday, and he said, "You know what? We I want to help you. Um, I, I want to help, and I and I bet our friends would too. So, <clears throat> after giving it a little bit of thought." I decided that we would do this today. Uh, this is not, again, something that we're going to do with any degree of regularity, um, but I, uh, I felt that <clears throat> that it would be cool to give you guys a peek into my world and, uh, and, and into my family a little bit more so than, than we ever have. So uh, what we're going to do this evening is, is a little bit of a... It's not going to be forever, I, I promise. 20, 25 minutes, uh, we're going to talk about this for, for a minute, and then, and then we'll move on, okay? Uh, but yesterday... I'll tell you what I was doing. Yesterday, I was at a softball charity benefit uh, for the entire day. And uh, I got there very early in the morning, and uh, we stayed there very late last night. I really didn't spend hardly any time in the game at all yesterday. And, uh, and softball teams, adult softball teams, had uh, come from all over the region, all over the place, uh, to come together, have some fun, throw back a few beers, hit some home runs, and support a young lady named Halen. Uh, Halen is my niece. Halen was diagnosed with juvenile onset diabetes. That's type 1 diabetes at the ripe old age of 3 years old. This is different uh, than the diabetes that many of you may be familiar with and that it's typically diagnosed in children, usually very young children. Uh, And it affects them for the rest of their lives. She will always be diabetic. There's no cure. There is no cause. There is no genetic anomaly. There is no surgery that can cure her. Uh, she has to watch what she eats, watch what sports she plays and who she's around. And even now, in the face of, uh, of a global pandemic, has to be ever more cautious. As the simple cold or flu can affect her in ways that we take for granted. The temperature can uh, throw her blood sugar off in ways that could damage her brain, uh, her heart, her kidneys, and any other major organs. Diabetes, if not managed, can be lethal so how did a three-year-old manage her disease the first three years uh, of her diabetes were a roller coaster folks multiple hospitalizations trying to find the right balance of insulin for her tiny body her mother quit her job to take care of halen because she couldn't be at a daycare in the event of a major spike or drop in her sugar halen spent three years with endocrinologists to find a balance for her sugar Uh, Eventually, a miracle happened, and she was granted an insulin pump, which helped regulate her body and helped introduce Halen to extracurricular activities, soccer and dance. But as a young active child, playing outside would still throw her off. Halen is eight years old today and still struggling with balancing her life. Today at the ball field, she's counting her carbs. And uh, as I prepare her a hot dog on the grill, she asked... She asked if she can have a hot dog with half a bun. She drinks diet soda. She can't eat candy. Well, she's not supposed to eat much candy. She literally keeps gummy snacks in her pockets at all times. It's a challenging lifestyle for her family, as Halen is one of three girls who are all active in sports and travel ball, and late nights at the ball field and drive-through windows can be a common occurrence. 20 months ago, my sister-in-law Tracy was having a conversation with Halen, who was six at the time. And Halen asked her mom the following question. I'm sorry. She said, Mommy, will you always be with me to keep me safe? Tracy burst into tears, knowing the answer that she wanted to give. But knowing one day Halen would be at school or at dance or at a softball game, Anything could happen. One day, Halen would leave for college. And uh, (laughs) college days aren't the days that we make the best decisions of our lives, right? (laughs) College days are where we make the worst decisions for our health and our future lives. Except in Halen's mistake, uh, in Halen's case, a small mistake, one that we figure would take us for granted and that we could sleep off the next day, could kill my niece It was that day that Tracy found a website that trained service animals. She was horrified at the price tag and immediately began researching what she could do to try to get a certified service animal. These dogs cost more than some people pay for their cars, and it's not something you just have in the budget. With monthly supplies, even after insurance, and they've got good insurance, coming out of pocket to the tune of hundreds of dollars a month, a certified service animal seemed impossible. Tracy was determined and began speaking to family and friends, and our initiative, Pumped for a Puppy, was born. This dog cost $16,000, and uh, that is uh, before any additional expenses, travel, and training. Insurance does not cover, and charity groups deem them ineligible. Halen has to travel to Indiana when the dog has been trained to meet and bond with her animal, for about a week in a special training that essentially teaches Halen how to treat her animal and lets the dog learn about its new patient. This was gonna come from good old Hip National Bank. But when it was done, this dog would lay down its life for its new partner. Smart enough to smell the level of her sugar, bring food and drink, to walking her in the middle to waking her in the middle of the night, to even calling emergency services with a transmission device that speaks her location and that she's having a diabetic emergency. This dog was going to be Halen's new superhero. 20 months later, we find ourselves to yesterday. After dozens of spaghetti dinners, bake sales, car washes, and sports benefits tournaments, after private random donations from people who don't know her to her family scraping together every penny and nickel into the two-liter bottle, and rolling it themselves to avoid the 10% service fee at the local grocery store, all organized by her loving family and her mother who wants the best for her sick daughter. And there is light at the end of the tunnel. Today, I would like to introduce you to the closest young lady that I will ever have to a daughter. Her name is Halen, and she is fierce. today um uh
1: we're at a softball tournament the no, co-ed softball tournament for to raise money for my diabetes alert
0: dog your diabetes alert dog Halen, my friends listen to me talk about super nerdy stuff all the time but today we want to talk a little bit about you um tell me how old were you when you found out you were sick
1: um i was three and a half no three
0: you were three years old yep. what are you sick with
1: Type 1 diabetes.
0: Can you tell me a little bit about type 1 diabetes?
1: Um, so, you, you, you put your pod on. It usually doesn't hurt at first, but when it gets on, it hurts a little, but then it just goes away when you get used to it. And then you usually get a Dexcom 4, but you can get a Dexcom 6 for about, if you want, but I used, I had the Dexcom 4, and then I got the Dexcom
0: 6. What does your Dexcom do?
1: It... It's an app that you have to get on your phone or you can have like this little control thing. And it actually shows your numbers on
0: it. What numbers are you talking about?
1: Um about like maybe 32 like 500.
0: 32 and 500. What are those numbers? What do they mean?
1: Um they mean 32 is low and then 90 to 500 is the highest
0: all right and that is measuring your blood sugar right yes okay what happens how do you feel when your sugar is off
1: um well blood sugar is low it usually just it feels like you get really dizzy at the point
0: you get really dizzy when your blood sugar is low what about when it's high
1: when it's high you can tell the difference you feel wobbly but you can tell the difference between when you're low and high
0: how old are you today
1: um i am eight and a half
0: you're eight and a half what what does a normal day look like for you? you do you go to school and play sports and stuff
1: um i do dance i don't go to school until like three weeks
0: You get to go back to school in three weeks? Yes. How do you how do you keep your sugar controlled? Like with your DEXCOM?
1: Uh yeah.
0: Does it but it just measures your sugar, right?
1: Yes. Sometimes I have to check my blood sugar but like with the poker because it usually doesn't work. The DEXCOM. You have to be very close to your phone or your or your controller because if you're far away from it, it will disconnect from your pod.
0: And the pond helps keep your sugar normal, right? Yes. What do you have to do as far as like eating snacks and stuff?
1: Um, so like every time I eat like sweet food, I have to take insulin. But when I take like, when I eat like Slim Jims or any of that stuff, like granola bars, I don't have to usually take any insulin.
0: Do you have to be careful about stuff you eat? Like what if you go to a birthday party?
1: Um, usually I have to get insulin.
0: So let's talk a little bit about your dog. Are you close to getting your dog? Very close. You're very, very close. Are you excited? Yes. Is it going to be a boy or a girl?
1: We don't know yet.
0: You don't know yet? What do you want it to be?
1: I want it to be a a girl.
0: You want it to be a girl? Have you thought about what you're going to name it?
1: Um, we usually don't get to. They don't. You can name it, but some service dogs you can't. So I don't know if you can name it or you can't.
0: Because they've been trained, right? So they probably already know their name? Yes. What about um what are you gonna be able to do with your dog? Does it is it gonna go places with you and- Yes, it has
1: to follow me, but I'm not allowed to carry it on its leash because if I carry it on a leash and it like sees a like a squirrel or something, it's gonna run at it, but it's not gonna bark or anything. And it's so we had an interview and they said if I'm holding on to the dog and it sees a squirrel or like any other animal that it wants to chase after, it will chase after it and when I'm holding the leash. It would jerk me and I would get really hurt, so like one of my pants have to
0: hold it. Oh gosh. Yeah. So so even though the dog is trained it might still chase a squirrel?
1: Yes.
0: Well, that sounds funny. Yeah. Do you think your dog could catch the squirrel?
1: Uh uh-huh. I- I
0: don't know. <laughs> you want to find out yeah all right we'll do that uh will you be able to take your dog places with you like will it go to school with you or sleep with will,
1: you it will have to go to school with me and it will have to sleep in my bed but the thing is when i'm in school it has to go in the like in a cage because it's gonna be like scared so it's going to have to go in the crate.
0: So you take the, the dog crate with you into your classroom? Yes. Okay. And it sits in there. Do you feel like this dog is going to keep you safe? Yes. Why do you feel that way?
1: Um, because they train them for about, like, eight months, and then I just feel like it, it's really easy to train dogs, but sometimes when they're, like wild dogs, you can't really train them, but I think they're the dogs are going to be very calm.
0: What is it going to be able to do for you? Like, what if your sugar drops in the middle of the night, or if it, it's too high?
1: It's going to, like, tap me, but they're going to have to, like, tell us when we go to pick it up.
0: So when you go when you go to Indiana and you meet your dog, yes. they're going to tell you what it what it will do for you? Yes. Okay. Are you excited to bring it home? Yes. It's going to be really soon, isn't it? Yeah. How many of these types of softball tournaments and car washes and bake sales and stuff has your mom done for you?
1: Um, this is technically the first one, but there was a guy, and he said he's going to do like one of those bake things for me. So,
0: yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for spending some time with us. Thank you for spending some time talking to me and my friends. Uh, will you play a quick game with us? Yeah. All right. So, do you know what Star Trek is? No. You don't know what Star Trek is? You know that Uncle T is a huge Star Trek fan. Are we getting ready to get hit with a softball? Yeah. We (laughs) We better watch out. So you don't even know what Star Trek is? No. It's a cool TV show and a bunch of movies. Live long and prosper. If you guys only could see the look on her face right now, it's one of complete and total not understanding of what we're talking about. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's play a game. I'm going to ask you some Star Trek questions. Is that cool? Yeah. All right, you just take your best guess, okay? All right, here's one. Uh, there is one centerpiece flagship of most of the Star Trek TVs and uh, movies, uh, TV shows and movies. It's called the Enterprise, okay? What else has been a ship in Star Trek? The Death Star? The Santa Maria, the Discovery, or the TARDIS? Uh, The first one. The Death Star? Yes. Okay, you're absolutely right. Good job. Okay, (laughs) Captain Picard had his number one commander by his side always. He was his right-hand man. What was his name? Was it Data? Was it Han Solo? Was it Porthos? Or was it Commander Riker?
1: The third
0: one. Porthos? gosh you are so good at this good job (laughs) all right question number three (laughs) in star trek discovery there are characters from all kinds of different species what species was commander burnham was she a borg was she a care bear was she a dog or a human um the
1: last one
0: a human are you sure No. You're not sure? No. The first one. A Borg. Yes. Okay, good job. We almost missed that one. Okay. (laughs) All right. There was one famous dog, all right? Just like you're getting your dog, there was one famous dog in Star Trek. He was the dog of the captain of the NX-01 Enterprise. What was his name? Was it Fluffy? Was it Beast? Was it Spot? Or was it Porthos?
1: Uh, the
0: second one. Beast? Yes. Oh, yeah. Definitely right, because he was so mean. He was a big, huge monster. It was crazy. All right. All right, here's your last one, okay? Mm-hmm. Who is your Uncle T's favorite Star Trek captain? Is it Picard, Pike, Kirk, or Janeway?
1: Uh, Janeway.
0: Janeway? Yeah. No, you got that one wrong. That is just plain wrong. <laughs> now it's definitely Picard. Okay, but you did good. 4 out of 5 ain't bad. You know what I'm going to do? All right. I didn't even tell you this in the very beginning, but for every correct answer Every correct answer, I'm going to give you $100 towards your dog. Wow. Wow, right?
1: $500.
0: Well, no, you got the last one wrong. Well, yeah. Yeah. But you know what? We won't tell anybody, okay?
1: Yeah.
0: All right. We're going to give you $500 towards your dog.
1: Oh, wow. That's a lot.
0: That is a lot, because I want you to have your dog so you can feel safe. Yeah. Okay? There Very safe. All right. We're about done here. Do you want to say anything to my friends before we go? Do you want to say hello? Because right now, right now, what I've asked them to do, I've asked them also to... Uh, help me raise money I've asked for them to use our PayPal link And I've asked for them to donate Even if it's just a dollar Or three dollars Or ten dollars Or a hundred dollars I've asked them to help us get your dog today too Do you want to say anything to them real quick?
1: Um, just thank you for helping me out And trying to get this dog um, It's really helpful And I just want to say thank you
0: Alright, you're very, very sweet I love you very much <laughs> I love you Alright all right, guys, now I'm here with Tracy. Tracy is Halen's mom. Halen is the middle child of three girls, so Tracy stays pretty busy organizing everything uh, and uh, trying to not only keep everything balanced with all the other three, or the other two kids, but with sports and school and travel, and then, of course, managing this disease. Trey, how many special events have you organized in the last couple of years for this for this fundraiser?
2: Um, I would say doing what we're doing today is probably... All the fundraisers, it's probably seven or eight total, but we have a few more organized as well.
0: What is this dog going to cost you?
2: It's $15,000 plus a trip to Indianapolis for a week.
0: All right, so fifteen grand. Uh-huh. That's more than some people spend on their cars. Yes. Um, did you have to put down a down payment? Like, What's the order process for getting a, a diabetic alert dog?
2: We had to pay a $3,000 deposit and sign a contract um, just stating, you know, how we have to take care of the dog um all of its rules as far as it has to wear its vest all of that um then we're on a wait list 18 to 24 months they'll call us let us know her dog is ready and we go to indianapolis to train for a week and then we get to bring it home and we have to pay the remaining twelve thousand dollars
0: how far do you have left on the journey as far as fundraising goes
2: At this point, I don't have an exact number. I know we're getting pretty close, but we do want to raise enough money to help cover all travel expenses and anything that the dog will need once it comes home so that we're not scrambling to get everything ready.
0: When were you able to make the down payment on the dog?
2: Uh, It was the beginning of May, I believe.
0: This year? May of 2020. Yes. So if it's still 18 months away, is that what you're saying? So it takes 18 months to train this animal?
2: It takes six months to train, but with the waiting list, 18 to 24 months is the average wait time total
0: so so even though we're about ready to pay for this animal we could still be a year waiting for it to come home absolutely okay so you asked me not to do this I'm going to and I I don't want you to cry well I will (laughs) (laughs) can you um yeah when I was writing these questions I kind of I kind of did too because I remember this time right as our family can you, um, can you tell my friends about Halen's first night in the hospital?
2: <laughs> no, I can try. Um, she was three years old. She had went to bed, and she got up several times crying for something to drink, and I just thought she was being a typical toddler. You know, I don't want to go to bed, Mommy. I, I want to stay up. Uh, my husband, he said, I'm going to take her to the ER because I know you won't sleep. And he went and about one o'clock he called me and he said, Trey, I need you to get to the hospital. Halen's blood sugar is 431 and they're admitting it to ICU. And it was a snowstorm. I was at home with my other two kids. I had to wait on mom and dad to get there. Uh, my dad drove me to the hospital. By the time I got there, she was already started on her IV. She was hooked up to all kinds of monitors. Um, it was rough. They checked her blood sugar every hour for 24 hours, then every two hours for 48 hours. Uh, probably literally the worst
0: day of my life. Did they give you your diagnosis that day, or? It
2: was probably the next morning. I don't. Even though we suspected type one diabetes, they had to wait until they got all the blood work. And everything to confirm. So I, b- I believe it was early the next morning.
0: Now there's, there's a ton of misconception. I know that, that you face this almost every day. It's crazy because there's a lot of, of miseducation or misinformation about type one diabetes because, uh, you know, you're incredibly active in your community. You're socially active on Facebook because of all these events that you try to organize and the fundraising that we try to do, not to mention just the awareness that you try to bring to a right. disease that a lot of people don't know anything about. Right. Can you you can you tell us a little bit about type 1 diabetes and how it's different from the diabetes that most people are aware of
2: absolutely type 1 diabetes is it's not caused by eating too much sugar it's not caused by being overweight anything like that type 1 diabetes is an autoimmune disease and it's caused by um her body attacking itself and causing her pancreas to quit producing insulin and insulin is used to, to convert sugar to energy so therefore if she's not able to produce insulin her body is not able to convert glucose to energy the way that it should
0: are you sure it's not caused by being a chunk because i mean look at her
2: you know, all, i mean my all god 58 pounds of her <laughs> all
0: 58 pounds soaking wet she's she's with us right now guys she wanted to be able to watch and listen so she's standing over there smiling right now but yeah just uh, i mean just a huge large <laughs> um let me ask you this that obviously was a really really rough night i remember that night i remember you calling uh your sister my wife and and you know that was that was a very stressful night how has your life changed since then it's been five years how's your life changed as a mom who's managing a pediatric diabetic right
2: uh we have to get up in the middle of the night there's very rarely any sleeping through the night anymore Uh, Even today? Even today, yes. Um, We have to do insulin pump changes in the middle of the night. If any of her equipment fails, we have to change that in the middle of the night. Um, And it's no more, mommy, I want a snack. We have to poke her finger, see what her blood sugar is, see how many carbs are in it. You know, we try to make it as normal as possible, but when you're eight years old,
0: it's hard. It's hard. Um, Talk us through the last five years. When this first started, it was finger pricks and um through a lot of uh, effort and a lot of research, you know, yourself, you guys have been able to improve the technology over the last five years. We've, uh, we've, now she was telling us earlier, (laughs) she was telling uh, us about Dexcom 4 versus Dexcom 6, (laughs) Um, and, and so can you tell us a little bit about some of the stages that you guys took in managing this disease from day one until today?
2: Absolutely. When we first started, it was finger pokes and shots, shots six to eight times a day, which as a three-year-old is impossible. Yeah. We slowly evolved to the Dexcom 4 as she was telling you which was a great piece of technology but it was old you know Um, it would attempt to read her blood sugar but it could be off by as many as 100 points Um, we were able to upgrade to the Dexcom G6 we can actually dose her blood sugar yeah we can dose her insulin off of that now so there's not nearly as many finger pokes which is nice because her little fingertips are calloused Mm -hmm. from being poked so much and her insulin pump which is amazing now she goes from six to eight shots a day to one poke from her insulin pump every three days
0: so so now is she wearing two different devices then yes all right so the the dexcom is a monitor yes and then she actually has a pump that she, she wears does. as well yes tell me a little bit about the pump is that i mean is that like constant is it like an iv
2: essentially it is hers is tubeless because you know as active as she is she would rip it out if she had a traditional tube pump mm-hmm. um um when it's inserted into her skin we press the start button she doesn't see anything a needle goes into her skin inserts a small cannula in which the insulin is given through and the needle is retracted back into the device so she does have a small cannula in her skin at all times it gives her a drip of insulin um constantly and then we bolus um based on what she's going to eat it'll give her a larger amount depending on what she's eating
0: so she's eight years old she is the middle of three girls you guys stay very active you're a very athletic family your husband is a coach um and uh and your oldest daughter is a star athlete uh what does halen get to do does she have limitations on what she can do
2: she doesn't really have limitations we just have to watch her more because everything affects her blood sugar particularly activity
0: so the more active she is or the more, you know, like the hotter she is or the, yes. you know, that, that can affect your Absolutely. blood sugar. Um, does she, does she get to travel? Does she get to spend the night with friends? Does she get to do stuff that, we, that little girls normally would get to do?
2: We've not made it to that point just because a lot of her friends' parents are scared of her. Um, they're just afraid they don't want to do anything that's going to hurt her mm. which I understand um, but she's slowly getting more independent she's able to do more things on her own she's figuring out how to count carbs she's figuring out, she knows how to put her own insulin pump on so once she reaches an age where she's more independent she will absolutely be able to go stay the night with friends
0: at 8 years old though yep. able to count carbs yep. and control her diet yep. and dose her own medication Yep,
2: with supervision of course we
0: yeah, no, here, take would, these drugs. Yeah,
2: God only knows what she would do to herself <laughs>
0: otherwise. <laughs> All right, so let's let's talk a little bit more about the dog. What is this dog gonna be trained to do?
2: It will be trained to alert her to low blood sugars, high blood sugars, retrieve her meter so that she's able to test, bring her snacks if her blood sugar's low, um, There's some, I don't know that hers will be trained to do this, but there are some that will be trained to get an adult if she were to pass out, Mm -hmm. to get the nearest adult. Um, And it can also be trained to dial 911 if they were to ever be alone and she was to go unconscious.
0: So tell me about that. How does that work? I mean, if a dog dialed Uh 911, all right, I mean... How, how would a 911 operator be able to receive the message?
2: You know, I'm honestly not sure exactly how that works. Like, we've watched tons of videos, but I've not ever seen an actual video where a dog dials 911. So, I'm not... I know, like, if she goes unconscious and they go get a person, they just go bark. Mm-hmm. And they keep they just annoy the person like hey like come help me and bark at it And
0: well I- and this and this you said this is a certified service animal wearing a vest i mean Absolutely. somebody
2: would have to know
0: nobody's yeah nobody's not going to know that there's a problem right. if this animal is alerting right. right uh what are they training it to do can i mean it, how can it tell if the sugar is low can it smell it
2: it does it senses it um it but in her body chemistry
0: so it can smell her blood sugar just by yes. laying in bed with her. Yes. That's absolutely incredible. Um, so uh, you were telling me a little bit earlier about uh, the fact that she does do dance, right? Hi. Does she play any other sports right now? Uh,
2: currently she doesn't, but when basketball season comes in, she does play basketball. She likes but basketball. But dance, I mean, she dances nine to ten months out of the year.
0: And But she dances with both of these devices attached to her body.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And actually this year um, she does competitive dance. Um, she's going to be doing a solo based on her diabetes.
0: Really? Yes. That's super cool. Yeah. Bringing awareness yes. to to um, to her disease. Yes. So um, let me ask you this. The world has been rocked over the last six months. COVID-19 has, has affected everybody in right. some form or another. What extra precautions uh, or what extra steps have you had to take um this year to keep her I mean, is she at additional risk?
2: She is. Diabetes Um, it. I mean, it makes her immunocompromised so therefore anything that she gets that you and I would get you know, we would shake it off could potentially land her in the hospital I mean, you know that. She's been put in the hospital for a simple ear infection because it sends her blood sugar out of whack.
0: So she told us that she's not in school right now?
2: No. She is doing virtual learning um, and it's killing her.
0: She wants to be she wants to be school. in school. Does she Does she get to go back to school anytime this year?
2: I'm not sure. She has um, a virtual appointment on the 24th of this month with her endocrinologist. And we're going to discuss that um, to see exactly what they feel is the safest for her. Because I don't want to put her at risk. As much as she wants to be at school with her friends, her health is top priority.
0: Because if, if she were to catch this virus or any type of flu or cold It's a lot more serious for her. Absolutely,
2: yes, because her blood sugar factors into it, and it never plays nice when she's sick.
0: So let me ask you this, and I asked her this question a little bit ago. How is your life going to change with this dog?
2: It's going to be, like, it is going to give me so much peace of mind, which is worth, it's priceless. It's not worth, you know, just having that peace of mind. Um, It's going to help the middle of the night. Like, we may actually get to sleep through the night because she'll have her companion there
0: mm-hmm.
2: and it'll always be on alert ready to take care of her and that's gonna be huge
0: well I, we're people on on radio can't hear but we're kind of looking at each other because we know this story we <clears throat> we've been through this for five years and we see this beautiful little girl right here who who right now is twerking. <laughs> I mean, but <laughs> but she is she is absolutely proud there. So right there on her right leg, that is is that the Dexcom or is That's the actual insulin pump. And so on her right leg. And you know what? We'll we'll share you a picture. Can we send them a picture? And we'll show? Okay. We'll show them a picture here of, of your devices. And this is what she wears on the regular, right? Every day.
2: 24 hours a day, seven days a week.
0: How long has she had both of these devices now?
2: Um, let's see. She was diagnosed in February of 2015. We got her Dexcom in July of 2015. So a little bit more than five years. And we got her insulin pump in November of 2015. So we're coming up on five years of that.
0: So she's had this for most of the haul. Yes. Um, Let me ask you this. As far as... Because I know that there was a lot of conversation early on about insurance and medical supplies. And I know that a a lot of diabetics struggle with this part of it. What has... I mean, has has insurance helped you guys? Are you still coming out of pocket on a substantial basis? I mean, what what is it that that you guys are forced to pay to deal with this disease?
2: Luckily, the insurance is very well. It pays very well. Um, We've not had to pay very much out of pocket. Um, However, there are so many diabetics that if she didn't have insurance, her insulin pump and Dexcom alone would be over $2,000 a
0: month two thousand dollars a month and
2: that doesn't include insulin test strips alcohol preps uh, ketone strips um the lancets for her finger poker Mm -hmm. i mean you know and insulin i mean you're looking at probably another thousand dollars a month for insulin
0: wow um you had mentioned early on when when she had told you that she wanted a dog um we looked into insurance. Insurance doesn't help. Insurance with that.
2: will not pay. No.
0: No, that's it's, not at all. It's nothing at all.
2: No.
0: Um, we had looked at different charitable organizations who deemed you guys didn't qualify. Right. Um, and so this this dog, the fifteen grand for the dog, a uh, couple thousand dollars probably for a week of or two weeks of training right. in Indianapolis. This is one hundred percent. This is fundraised out of your pocket. Absolutely. Yes. Your mama loves you very much. You know that. Yep. Yes. Well, Trey, thank you uh, for raising my absolutely beautiful niece and the work you've done to provide her with a better future. <laughs> and thank you for spending a few minutes with my friends. I know they'll be keeping you in their thoughts. And I told her this as well. Um, earlier in the podcast, we put up a PayPal link and we have asked our friends to to help out, even if it's just a dollar, even if it's $2.50. Halen's holding up $10, so that's the magic number right (laughs) or is that a 100 is that a 100? Uh, it's one hundred. It's
2: got expensive taste. Yeah, no,
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have we have asked our friends, we've asked our community to help out a little bit, and this is a little something different than we do on a normal basis, but I thought it was important today because we've spent all day here. What time did you get here this morning?
2: I have been here since about seven twenty this morning, and we are projected to probably not leave until at least eleven
0: tonight. Eleven o'clock tonight. So I mean yeah. it's sixteen hours we've yeah. been here. And uh, but it's been a cool turnout, right? Yeah, we I- had We've had probably uh, I've been on the grill most of the day. How many hot dogs did you sell? We sold? sold
2: at least 150.
0: We <laughs> sold 150 hot dogs, and there's there so many people here for you today. I
2: know that.
0: Yeah, these people are here for you. When you when you set this thing up, did these did these people I mean because we've got multiple teams here. It right. is basically just a, a grown-up softball tournament. Right. A bunch of people got together just to play ball and have some right. fun. Were were the, did these people come here for Halen or was this something that that you know the town set up or I mean what how did this even come we, together?
2: We were um some family friends. Or they went in together and they were the ones that got the tournament set up. Um, and it's people that they play ball with.
0: I mean, there's hundreds of people here, Halen. Hundreds know. of people here eating hot dogs and mm-hmm. out there mm-hmm. and candy. and some candy. And candy. And, but we're trying not to do a whole lot of candy, right? That... Um, I ate like half
1: of the candy.
0: <laughs> but... You did not <laughs> eat half the candy. <laughs>
1: oh, yes, you probably would. Uncle but... T would
0: whip your butt. All right, yeah. but a lot of these people out here just having fun, and they're playing softball, and they're here because they want to help you get your dog, right? Yeah. And every single person here paid some money to help you with your dog, didn't they? Yeah. Well, that is super, super nice, and I want to thank uh, I want to thank you guys both for doing something really cool, and thank you for letting me be a part of it here today. I have been ultimate grill master today, haven't I?
1: Yes. Yeah. Hot dogs.
0: Yeah, I was mm-hmm. I was cooking all kinds of hot dogs. Uh, Were they good? Yes. All right. There you go. (laughs) Guys, thank you. Uh, Tracy, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Halen. Thank you. All right. (laughs) For more more information or to find out how you can help, visit the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation at jdrf.org. That's jdrf.org. Be prepared, be in the know, and do your part. Visit jdrf.org. This is Talking Trek. We'll be back in a moment.
3: Maybe you recognize me.
4: Chances are you've probably seen me around the halls at school, in classes, or on the tennis court.
5: From the outside, we look like every other kid you know. I, Bollywood, dance. And Charlie does gymnastics, just like other kids. But on the inside, we have type 1 diabetes.
3: Diabetes isn't contagious, so you can't catch it from me when you sit next to one another at lunch. In fact, no one really knows why some kids get it and some don't. So far, there is not a cure but we can spot the symptoms, and when diagnosed, type 1 diabetes is manageable. Having good management can keep me healthy and strong, just like you. It takes a lot of hard work to keep my blood sugars in the target range. I can do everything my doctors and parents tell me to do, but it still can go too high or low. It's not my fault. There are basically two different problems I face with keeping my blood sugars within range. The first is if my levels become too high. I may need your help. A few of the most common symptoms that tell you my blood sugar levels are too high are thirst, inability to concentrate, frequent urination, and or blurry vision. High blood sugars in the short term won't put me in danger right away. So if you see these warning signs, don't panic. But if my blood sugar is high over an extended amount of time, then we've got a big problem.
4: If you recognize the signs of high blood sugar, and we've confirmed it's high by checking it with my glucose monitor and or my CGM, give me water or a sugar-free drink. Continue to monitor my blood sugar levels and keep me from engaging in physical activity. If my blood sugars are extremely high, immediately call my caregivers or physician. Additional insulin should only be given if specifically instructed to do so.
3: The other problem I can
5: have is if my blood sugar drops too low. This is much more dangerous because I can become confused and I can become severely low very quickly.
4: If this happens, I face unconsciousness and I won't be able to raise my blood sugar by myself. I will need immediate help.
5: Here are some symptoms to look for if you think my blood sugars may be going low. Shakiness sweating, irritability, and drowsiness. The most severe symptom of low blood sugar levels are convulsions, seizures, and unconsciousness. If I do become unconscious, immediately give me an emergency dose of glucagon and then call 911.
3: Low blood sugar levels are considered anything below 70. In this range, some kids will start to show symptoms, while others may still feel perfectly normal. Take action based on the readings and not just how I may or may not be acting. If you suspect I might be experiencing low blood sugar levels, or if I tell you I don't feel well, help me treat my low blood sugars with fast-acting sugar. If I need to go to the nurse's office after I treat my low, have someone
5: accompany me. That way, everybody knows I'm safe. There really are so many different reasons of why my blood sugar fluctuates. I do my best to avoid this, but sometimes it just happens.
4: If I'm experiencing a low or a high blood sugar, I'm really not feeling like myself, and that affects my ability to think properly. It requires time to come back into range, and I may need to reschedule a test or finish an assignment.
5: By reviewing the signs and symptoms of these regularly, and how to treat these, you can prepare yourself in case of an emergency. We're regular kids. We just have type 1 diabetes. So
3: don't be afraid. Learn all you can. And smile at me the next time you see me, because I'm just like you.
4: If you have specific questions about a child in your care, contact the relevant diabetes provider, and go to the JDRF website.
0: Again, for more information or to find out how you can help support the cause, visit the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation at JDRF.org. Be prepared, be in the know, and do your part. Visit JDRF.org. Gotta hold on easy as I live.
5: Tell you how much I love you Though you think you already know I remember I thought you looked like an angel Wrapped in pink so soft and warm You've had me wrapped around your finger Since the day you were
0: Good evening, and welcome back, everybody. That'll lead you home again. Oh. Go on, take on this old world. But to me, you know you'll always be. You know. <laughs> My little girl. These kids. 93 million children. Across the world, Australia and New Zealand have active juvenile diabetes research foundations. 93 million kids suffering with this affliction and uh, absolutely just mind boggling how strength, uh, how full of strength, how strong and how fierce these children's are. Uh, these children so I can't, I, My mind is, is all wobbly uh, Your mics are potted up I'd like to welcome you back to the show This is Talking Trek Although taking a little bit of a different direction Talking Trek giving back tonight And I want to thank you guys so much For the contributions uh, that you are making If you are listening in podcast form Don't feel like you're too late The, uh, the link is available in our Discord Or by visiting TalkingTrekSTFC.online You can find our, uh, our PayPal link And feel free to contribute if you feel so moved uh in uh, in doing so um somebody has sent me a private message and said i feel so bad i feel so guilty for complaining about the state of our video game you don't know th- and that's not at all the intention i don't want you your mics are potted up and i would invite a little bit of conversation we are going to steer back to uh what it is that we wanted to talk about a little bit today but it kind of puts you in perspective a little bit doesn't it it, it um, it opens your eyes just a little bit to, to the things that we face or the things that we look at, the things that uh, that we complain about as being something uh, inconvenient or or not uh, not scaled properly or or not having the right rewards. and then um, you know it makes me feel uh, <laughs> it makes me feel petty sometimes uh, to to complain about such things then I have my niece ask me for a hot dog with half a bun. You know, um, your mics are potted up, and I'd invite you guys to uh, to speak up or share your stories or uh, or anything like that. And and uh, if if not, that's okay. We can we can steer back and and talk a little bit about um, you know what we did this weekend. That's what I did yesterday, and and a lot of you folks spent some time in the game yesterday and um, were disappointed as well for many different reasons. Uh, but uh, you know that that was again snake eyes and I talking about this and I apologize for kind of fumbling over my words because I don't I don't know there are no words you know there's no words um for a little girl a three-year-old little girl who just wanted something to drink you know who got up all throughout the night and was just really really thirsty guys be aware look at the signs no What's happening? Know what's happening around you, especially if you have a friend or a family member that's afflicted with this type of disease. Uh, Listen, I'm here to tell you. You know, the symptoms are not any different for type two diabetes. They just happen for different reasons. Uh, But the symptoms are very, very, very similar. Blood sugar can be lethal. Too much blood sugar can can literally kill your brain. You can become brain dead. Um, It can uh, stop your heart. It can shut down your liver and kidneys um, it gives you a little bit of perspective sometimes so uh, the the intent behind today 's show was not to uh, please don 't feel guilty all right there's there 's tragedy all across the world we shouldn 't feel guilty we shouldn 't feel uh, that, uh, that, we, that we don't have a right to complain you know, about a product or about a form of entertainment that we pay for. You, you do have that right. That's what's amazing is that you've got the right. You've got uh, the ability to do so. But I encourage you at the same time just to remember that there is real life around you. There is uh, disease and tragedy and heartbreak in the real world around us. And sometimes, like yesterday for me, Sometimes it's good to disengage. I unplugged yesterday. I shut down my Discord. I threw up a 24-hour shield and buddy, I grilled the hell out of some hot dogs. <laughs> I grilled the hell out of some hot dogs yesterday, guys. And and I had fun. I had fun yesterday doing something for my family. I had some I had fun watching our community come together. I mean, I wasn't exaggerating. Hundreds of people. Hundreds of people came out yesterday to <laughs> To play softball and eat food and have a good time and celebrate my niece and and celebrate the full life that she can and will have and and celebrate the the effort and the ability that her family has given her to properly manage this disease because I'm here to tell you there for, for every one person who has a support system for every one person who has a community and a family behind them, there are three more that don't, all right? There are three more children, three more diabetics that don't have the money, that don't have the insurance, that don't have the support structure, that don't have the community and the family behind them, and they go untreated. And in, in some cases, these children, these children, they don't make it. All right, I am extremely blessed that uh, that my family that I married into, <laughs> that I married into these folks, I married into these people, these good people who have treated it with the seriousness and the and the priority that it deserves. And I mean, how many of you guys? How many? I, you know, I even asked her this yesterday. How many of you guys could spend three, two, three years, two two years, twenty months? and raise $16,000 when when you don't have that you don't you don't have it I mean I I look at I look at you know my bills on a monthly basis and I'm like gosh I'd like to do this I'd like to add on a deck I'd like to remodel my basement I'd like to do this I'd like to buy a four-wheeler and there are some children out there that say I would like a dog so I can survive I'd like a dog that can let people know if I'm having a medical emergency so, um, yeah, Snake Eyes, sorry. You say I'm modulating. I, my bad. It might just be what I sound like. It might just be what I sound like. Stevens Aaron says, I can't speak, uh, too torn up, but would like to share that my little brother had Down syndrome. Totally understand the time and the issues that can happen. He passed away eight years ago, two weeks before his 16th birthday. Guys, there is tragedy. There is heartbreak in the world around you. So, you know, when when things don't go well in this game, that's uh, that's the key takeaway that that I've got. I, I saw a private message from a player that it actually made me smile. It let me. It made me smile a little bit. It was kind of a joke. Obviously, he said Scopely is actually making me talk to my wife this weekend. <laughs> you know, uh, and that's true. Uh, I feel like I feel like screen time was really down this weekend and and you know what obviously that's not scopely's goal okay i know that that's not their goal i know that they want to keep screen time uh but this weekend was so horribly planned so horribly executed uh the events were horrible i I mean there was just there was nothing the reason snake eyes and i had this conversation yesterday the reason i unplugged was just because i i mean you guys know me i can't i can't defend it all the time you know I mean I, I do I'm a perky guy I usually find the good I find the opportunity I find the strategy this weekend I found none I found none and uh and so for that reason it it came at a good time for me to unplug it came at a good time to to set down my phone you know, hang out with some family, grill some hot dogs. And folks, I I would encourage you, whether or not you're sympathetic to the cause, whether or not you have this type of situation in your own community or in your own family, even if it's just even if it's just to unplug, to go for a walk in the woods, to go for a walk on the beach or go ride a bike or go climb a mountain. All right? If if it's for nothing else than your own well-being, then it's okay. To unplug. It's okay to recharge. It's okay to say, Scopely, you let me down, but it's okay. I'm going to give you a couple days to get it together and I'm going to go experience real life for a day or two. All right? I'm going to go do some yard work. I'm going to go plant some flowers. I'm going to go plant a tree. I'm going to go cook dinner for the homeless. I'm going to go to church. I'm going to volunteer at, uh, at a nursing home. Guys, there's a million things that you can do. All right. Chadwell says, I took the kids to the park and visited my mother. Jerry Ryan says, went to the pub. That's cool, too. <laughs> Recharge, Jerry Ryan. Guys, I, I guess my point uh, in, in kind of trying to transition here and doing it badly, uh, my point is this is a game. It's entertainment and to let yourselves be worked up in such a way that you are angry or that you someone told me that they literally got so frustrated they threw their phone and the screen is cracked. Don't let yourself get there, folks. Don't let yourself get there. Don't let yourself get there. This is a game. It's meant for entertainment. When it stops being fun, when it stops being entertaining, it's time to put it down. It's time to put it down. And so uh, this was the fork in the road that we had yesterday, Snake Eyes. This was the message that we could deliver today. Could be be negative and terrible, or it could be positive and hopeful. And I want to transition our feelings of positivity and hope to my next segment. Because Scopely, I do have words for you, but they're not going to be full of anger. They're not going to be full of hate they're not going to be uh, they're not going to be uh, downtrodden I'm not going to talk down to you I'm simply going to tell you that we are here to help you and this was the idea this was one of the ideas that we had we talked to a, a few members of our community and this is why in the advertisement for the for today's show this is why we say um, this is why we say that it's time to open the Scopely Suggestion box, okay? Because here we've got a real-world idea for you, all right? We know it's a game. We know that you guys have families. We know that uh, this was not likely to get fixed over the weekend, and, and that's okay. Uh, that's fine. I mean, really, truthfully, I know, that I know a lot of people threw a lot of shade at you. Um, I wasn't one, and I'm not going to today. But what I am simply going to say is I think you know what happened this weekend. It was a complete failure from start to finish. Every event that you launched um was was weird let let's let's summarize very quickly uh, I'll start with the VIP event all right the VIP event that was meant for ops forty plus required a g4 faction ship that you can't acquire until ops forty two like, oh, really so why are you going to give an ops forty and forty one an event that they can't complete until ops forty two and I know what you're going to say you're going to say well this is uh, this is uh, a race to ops. Is, we want to motivate people to move forward. This is the plus 40 version of military supremacy. Okay, And, and I can get behind that stuff, but I, I can. I can get behind that. But again, I think it comes out to a little bit clearer communication. These events were written horribly. They were executed horribly. And, and if you had said, hey, we know that an Ops 40 doesn't have a Kelvin... All right. We know that. But if we had said, hey, you know, um, make it into a plus 40 military supremacy, race to 40, race to a race to 42, race to the Kelvin. All right. Maybe if you had added a mechanic to obtain a 42 faction ship, then I bet it would have been a little bit more clear. All right. But, um, and, and hang on, Mac, you've got a, you've got a great idea, okay? Um, I, I want to go a, a little bit further. Let's talk about the uh, Context is for Kings event, all right? The milestone itself, I'm okay with the way it was designed. The milestone was good, okay? Um, milestone, bel- believe it or not, I'll give the milestone, I will give the milestone a thumbs up. It was very, very easy to do. You had 24 hours to do it, and it gave you a great amount of Tritanium, all right. That was the that was the takeaway. The milestone event was good. The Tritanium was fantastic. The leaderboard, the leaderboard was flawed. All right, and again, in the way that the community perceived it, because even those who had obtained the discovery were not able to cultivate mycelium because their warehouse was full from buying the discovery. <laughs> if they had previously bought the discovery, if they chose to buy the discovery during the event. Well, then they ran away with the event because they got points for the cultivated mycelium that was contained in the pack. All right. So that leaderboard was essentially, uh, I don't want to say punishing those, but I mean, if you had, whether you were free to play or had already purchased the ship, you were essentially disqualified. The only players that, that competed and did end up competing in that leaderboard were the players who hadn't yet bought the Discovery but thought that they might and then decided to buy during that event. All right? The only other thing that you could have done, which is something that I posted on the official Discord, that is something that I told other people, was, hey, use up all of your cultivated mycelium. <laughs> you waste it all. Waste it all, and then you can refine some. But isn't there a cooldown on that refinery? So you're literally held up there. You know, it just to me it was a grindy event listen if you had taken out the cultivated mycelium part and just made it about gathering mycelium I would have been a million percent more worth it right, or or more behind it because then it's literally a free to play grindy event who's going to mine the most right, who's going to kill the most hostiles Uh, you know that would have been fine the cultivated mycelium aspect of this event was the failure right, and therefore the event was a failure um, what else did we have this weekend? Uh well the, the the okay, so we talked about the VIP event and even on top of that, by the way, even on top of that, all right? Uh for the 40 and 41 ops players, but then for the 42 plus ops players, uh what was the number? They had to kill 30 a uh, 70. You had to kill 70 traders from a capital system. Well, that would be great except there were no non-heavy traders. <laughs> all the traders were heavy. And, and that's, by the way, that's not actually true. Uh, the traders were there. They were spawning. But if you had every VIP from every server in a capital city hunting these, uh, these traders, they weren't spawning nearly fast enough. All right? They weren't spawning nearly fast enough. So you had, uh, you had all heavies. It looked like there were no regular traders, but that's just because they were already killed because of the spawn rate. Okay, Max says there's usually a couple, three, four, five in the system. But if you hunt them all, it takes like ten minutes to respawn, and that's just with one player. What if there were ten players, or fifteen players, or thirty players, or fifty players on your server trying to go after him? Okay, Big Country just posted a screenshot right there, and uh, and did one. You killed one capital city trader, and Big, I can only presume that that's because you gave up. You were tired of waiting. All right. Uh, you know, repair cost on the G-Force to kill 70 capital city traders is probably going to require you to repair in the neighborhood of 12 to 14 times. Sorry, guys. I'm still, <clears throat> I'm still recovering. <laughs> 12 to 14 repairs. All right. Somebody do the math on that. That's about 3 to 4 billion tritanium 3 to 4 billion tritanium to recover your cost in that VIP event. Yeah, bombastic. Three to four billion. All right, now, Infinite Key, uh, gosh, how did you do that? You finished it and it only cost 450 million trite. Please explain your secret because golly darn. All right, what did you, you must have used the jelly. I guess, did you use the jelly? No, the jelly wasn't a G4 ship. I mean, it is a G4 ship, but this event was calling for faction ships. How on earth. Oh, infinite key used the door Well, that counts. <laughs> That's big time. Yeah, I guess. I guess you know what? Maybe there was a bell curve here. Maybe the forty twos, forty threes, maybe the forty fours. Forty uh, fives, maybe those were the ones that were that were stuck because by the time you got to a level fifty ship, level fifty. By the time you get to a level fifty ship, or possibly even maybe one of the forty six ships, then it might not have been quite as difficult. Um, but yeah, jelly jelly didn't count. So I don't know. Let me uh, let me ask uh, key. Let's see if I'm remembering right because again, I'm not super familiar with those ships. The Valdor, that's uh, that's a level fifty ship, is it not? The Valdor? Uh, no, 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 no. That's a, that's a 46 ship. Yeah, that's a... Oh, the Valdor is a level 42? Okay, well, I might stand corrected then. But how many people have a 40... What's What tier is your is your 42 ship? Because I would have to imagine that that was... That that had to have been pretty daggone high. To kill 21 traders, that had to have been really, really high. Because, I mean, you're not going to do that... You're not going to do that with where a level 42 ship would be, and 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 therein lies my my original point. If Infinite Key is you know a 46 or a 48 ops level, then he's got that level 42 ship decently. He's got the capability of decently tearing it up. The problem is for level 42, you can't refine the materials. All right. So Infinite Key says tier five with a Pike crew on level 45. Well, yeah, I mean. So yeah, there, there's still there's still a segment of the player base that got missed on this thing—the 42s and the 43s, um, and maybe even the 44s. I don't know, you know. And maybe maybe I misinterpreted it a little bit. All right, uh, maybe I misinterpreted it a little bit. But I would still imagine that unless you're on a very empty server, I would imagine that there was a few more players than just you hunting these non heavies. And so spawn rates would have been would have been challenging. You probably spent some time, maybe went into the system, did two or three, and then came yet came back. He said no, it was empty. And there you go. I mean that, that was that was certainly something that uh, that would play into the factor on server fifteen. We have probably what are what are we at now, Snake Eyes? Probably forty plus players of what fifty? No, maybe not fifty. Thirty of them. Big country. What do you think? On server 15, yeah, that's what I was thinking, Mac. I I wanted to say 50, but then immediately that sounded too high. You think we've got about 50 players that are in their 40 ops levels? That's, That's probably about right. All right, and so it was very busy. It was very busy. Now Dreamweaver says one pass of the USS Scarporin and he was done. So <laughs> it's uh, I mean it's just an amazing ship and I can't wait to have one one day. But uh, but nonetheless you know that particular event and then the event that the rest of us got it. Just I just didn't I didn't get the warm and fuzzies. I didn't get the warm and fuzzies. So this is this is what I was thinking about. All right, how do we how do we because I think that it's – I think that, that this event – let's look at this arc. Let's look at it from the, from the vantage view of the arc. The arc itself started out with the, uh, the chaotic events, all right? The anomalous I – can't, I can't say the name of this event. Anomalous, anomaly, phenomenon – chaotic space. <laughs> chaotic, all right? The chaotic events. They started out, and, and of course, I did sing their praises – Okay, I did, and still would if they were working. By the way, okay, I liked that event. I liked the fact that it was an that it was an event that you actually had to work towards completing, and that not everybody was guaranteed to win. Okay, I did. I, I sang its pra- praises, and I would again. All right. However, however, I will admittedly say, all right, I will admittedly say that clearly the event was either a not designed for everybody to be able to complete or B, which was that it was poorly designed and not in touch with the capabilities of the player base. Okay? there There is one of two options there. One is optimistic thinking. All right? The other is a little more pessimistic thinking. <laughs> okay? But it could it could have been it could have been option b it could have been option a listen if it was truly option a again i'm not going to i'm not going to harp on it because again i liked the event all right the notifications are what killed it for me all right it's what killed it for you listen i don't think did, were there that many people really really super upset that they couldn't max the event out i think even here we were live within 1 hour of the chaotic events starting and you guys were sharing ideas you guys were getting together and sharing ideas about how to max the points and it sounded to me call me crazy sounded to me like you guys were having a little bit of fun all right trying to figure it out so just maybe my imagination but i think you guys were enjoying a new feature or a new uh faux mechanic of an event that you couldn't just mindlessly go out and complete. All right. That being said, if it is option B, that's disappointing. And, uh, and the reason I lean more towards option B is because then we got the VIP event, and then we've got, you know, the solo leaderboard event, which was giving battleship parts for the feature ship, which is an explorer, and by the way we got discovery recruit tokens which is cool fine but no discovery refinery tokens meaning that you still cannot upgrade your dag on discovery All right? the, the, my biggest problem with this arc has been the stagnation All right we we had the hype we built up the ship we have a great you, you designed a great ship you design a very sexy ship. It looks great in the game. The jump capability, I give you two thumbs up for that. And gosh, crazy enough, it freaking works. <laughs> it works, okay? And and so uh, technologically speaking, from a development standpoint, you get two thumbs up on that. The Discovery works. The problem is we haven't been able to do anything with it. Nothing. We. I mean, yeah, Max says, I feel bad for the people who paid for the Discovery because they've gotten no benefit. We've gotten no use. And for right now, the only way to upgrade the ship is to buy a pack because there are no Discovery refinery tokens coming out of the game. There are no Discovery refinery tokens coming out of events. And the Discovery refinery tokens are where we're getting the spore drive components. That is where they come from. The only way to upgrade the discovery is to grind out the discovery refinery tokens and grind out the the sport drive components out of that refinery or buy packs or buy packs and of course you guys know how i feel about being forced to buy a pack give me an option with a grindable path and i'm 10 times more likely to buy said pack all right but force me to now i get cranky Lieutenant Razik says they had some great ideas, then the content license came through, and they threw something together too quickly to tie in with the show coming back. I don't think that's... I, don't, I mean, I don't know if that's true. I, m- my gut says that's not true. My gut says that this has been thought out. All right? The intricacy of the events, the intricacy of the currency and the ship itself, and even the jump, that was not something that, that got built. I imagine the jump has been something that they've been they've been kind of working on. But it just, to me, to me, the biggest thing is it kind of feels like there's a disconnect. We've said this before. It kind of feels like there's a disconnect between the people who write the events and the, and the player base, as in the people who write the events are not playing the game. You know? I mean, I don't know. That, that's what it feels like to me. All right. And and again, I have said this before. If that's the case, I totally understand it. Okay? I totally get it. I do not like to do work, you know, when I'm at home and in my off time. I don't want to I don't want to play a game that is my job. All right? I totally get that. So, here's my idea. Here's my idea community, and and I to be honest with you, 80% of me thinks Scopely wouldn't go for it. But I <sighs> This is the hopeful side, okay? This is the positivity. And Scopely, uh, if you're listening, then, then I strongly urge you to consider this request because I make, it, uh, I make it with compassion and I make it with understanding and I make it with a tone of positivity, all right? I'm not, I'm not being hateful on you today, okay? Uh, I had too great of a weekend to do that. But here's what I would suggest. I suggest, and we've mentioned this before, this is first and foremost in the Scopely suggestion box. Scopely, you need a players ambassadors program. You have to have a player ambassador program, okay? You need to put players of this game in touch with the people who write the events beforehand, not after okay, not afterwards, all right, because afterwards, yes, the moderators and the content creators, we have access to live ops. We can talk to you about it afterwards. This needs to happen beforehand. This needs to happen up front. This needs to happen when you guys are designing events, and you don't need to, you know, you don't need to spill the secrets. These players may or may not have to be covered by NDAs, but there needs to be an ambassador's program where you guys can say, hey. I want you to run a test. I want you to go to said system, all right, with your Voklis, and I want you to kill as many ships as you can in seven minutes and report back your findings, right? You could have done that to test out these burst events, all right? And you would have said, gosh, that's weird. Why would they want me to take out my Voklis and kill level 29 interceptors for seven minutes? All right? And that doesn't leak information to you. That doesn't tell you what's going to happen in the game. All right? You're just testing a mechanic. And, and then they can say, when, when 20 players come back, or 10 players, or however many ambassadors you want, when they come back and say, okay, we were able to kill 12 hostiles. All right? And then you say, okay, now we want to do it again, but we want to do it specifically during a Swarm Sunday, in a Swarm32 system. So you've got the entire galaxy in there, okay? You've got the entire galaxy in there chasing down hostiles, and you're going to have to spend some more time impulsing. You know, you're not just going to be able to go in and, and hit, you know, anything that's sitting around you. Now that starts to get a little bit more involved. Now you've got players that are hitting hostiles all around you, and now you say, well, in seven minutes, gosh, I actually only got uh, ten hostiles. You see what I'm saying? There are ways we can help you head this off. And so positively and, and hopeful and looking forward to the future betterment of this game, I strongly urge you to consider a player ambassadors program. And this needs to be from all levels, all right? And it needs to be from multiple servers and uh, and i 'm talking when I say all levels, I mean you need a twenty, a twenty five a thirty a thirty two a thirty five a thirty eight a forty a forty two a forty four a forty eight and a fifty. If you have that many of them i 'll volunteer to be a fifty if you 'll supply the goods. <laughs> All right. You need all of them, all right? Because you have to test out all aspects of this game. And and I'm here to tell you just event-wise, not even not even tech-wise, okay? Not even patch-wise or or bug-wise. All right? We're talking just event planning because we we have had bugs in the past, okay? And those get resolved and that's great and we have acknowledged that there are difficulties uh, sometimes with test servers. There's difficulties with uh, being able to expose some of this stuff ahead of time. I get that, and I, and I believe you. All right? When you tell me that that is real, I believe you. Okay? Some people don't, but I do. I will choose to believe that you're telling me the truth that these things can't be predicted. But what you can predict is how you write your own events, how the milestones, how the pay, how the rewards are for the cost all right? Because I'm here to tell you, whoever wrote the VIP event, and I don't mean to harp on the VIPs, I'm not championing for the VIPs today, but theirs this weekend was the most broken of anybody's. OK? You can complain all you want. Sorry, Ops 28, but the 40-plus players got shafted harder than you did this weekend, I guarantee it. OK? Because the event that they had would have cost them uh, infinite key. Infinite Key says I spent 500 million, and it still wasn't worth it. All right, but some players would have spent more than a billion in Tritanium to complete the event. And what was your rewards, guys? Battleship parts? How much Tritanium did you get out of that infinite key? All right. So you know, uh, Max says about $10 worth of ship parts <laughs> is what they got. $10 worth of ship parts, all right? Uh, housekeeping says some tinfoil and a few paper clips, all right? Uh, I'm just saying. The, the I, I told, And you know what? What you can do with this ambassadors program is you can take their feedback. You may still not listen to it, okay? Because I know that a lot of times you don't want to pay out, what you feel like people pay in We've had this conversation before But at the same time Like that's kind of the idea You know that's kind of the idea of events and rewards Events are not supposed to cost us They're either supposed to convert Essential currency Like spend trite to make parts Spend trite to get rare materials Spend trite uh, to get Uncommon materials or you know Parts or whatever All right? You could, you know Ardvark. not necessarily He says gain RSS not always not always, because really, if you think about it, a lot of events are, are currency converters, right? A lot of events don't give you back the trite that you spent. Now, some of them do, specifically Swarm. You'll spend some trite repairing that, Franklin, but you get back a bunch more. This uh, mycelial event, okay? Uh, the milestone one was actually good. The milestone one was good, because I was only hitting 27 and 29 interceptors, all right? I, when I, so I finished the event, Came back and had less than an hour repair time on both of my ships that I sent. You you see what I'm saying? So the trite was a great return. All right, but uh, you know, uh, Gregor also points out time is also a resource. You know, we're spending that now. Our, we obviously are engaged in your game. We're playing your game, but again, you know, we're not looking for a financial beneficiary system here. But but I don't want to. I don't want to spend valuable in-game currency to do nothing. <laughs> like, what What did you hope for with the VIPs? What did you hope for them to do? Because they they're smart. They're going to look at this event and determine whether or not they want to participate in it, and some people still did, and some people opted out. So when your metrics look bad, that's because they just chose not to. It wasn't because they weren't in your game, although they probably weren't in the game after they chose to write off the event. But You know, if if you had said to them, hey, we're going to do this event, VIPs. Hey, level 40 ambassadors, we're going to run this event. Here's what it looks like. What do you think? The first thing they would have said is don't offer it to 40 and 41 since they can't have the ship that you're calling for. That would have been suggestion number one. All right. Uh, Suggestion number two would have been let's take a look at the the parts payout or the trade payout because you're asking us to spend over a billion tritanium. And you're giving us, you know, thirty parts, fifty parts, whatever. I don't know. I, I, I so again, I'm not going to harp on this. A Scopely ambassadors program get players from all walks of life, free to play, pay to play, multi ops, put them together in a room and let them – and 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 not too many guys. If you get if you get too big, then it's just going to be a, it, it'll be a, a poop show. Okay, poop show. All right. You you need ten to twelve players, maybe. I think fifteen would probably be too many. All right. Because you have to be able to come to a consensus. If you put fifteen players in there, all they're gonna do is disagree with each other all the time. All right. Six to eight to ten players, preferably from different servers, preferably from a wide variety of, of ops ranges, so that they can help you tweak these events before they come out. All right, put them under NDA. Sue their pants off if they breach it. <laughs> All right, but I mean, and find players that you trust, players that are active in the community, players that are recommended to you by your moderators and your content creators. All right, put them in a room. Heck, they could. You you probably wouldn't need as many if you put them in with. The moder- If you p- included the moderators and the content creators in there, because we are seeing stuff from other areas of the servers and other areas of the player base. I, I just think uh, it-, it goes back to being proactive. It goes back to being proactive. If it- Heck, if you didn't do an ambassador's program, and the reason I suggest the ambassador's program, okay? The reason I suggest that is because the moderators and the content creators cannot represent everybody. You know, uh, Britalian said to me here uh, several weeks ago, and he had a very good point. He said, you know, I'm actually not progressing very far in the game because right now all of the primary content creators are all in, you know, in the 40s or upper 30s. He's right. All right. Uh, how many times do I come to you guys and show you a pack or, or talk to you about something and it's been scaled to ops to the point where level 20 looks at it and says, well, gosh, that's terrible. And I'm singing its praises. Okay, so there there needs to be a little bit more variety. The reason that the content creators are higher is because we spend. We we love the game. That's why we're CCs to begin with. All right. So we love the game. So we spend and we progress. And now we're all grown up. Okay. So we need the perspective of some lower ops level players, especially uh, and 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 some higher ops level players. Because I don't know I don't know what a forty five is going through. I couldn't even see this event. I was relying on what other people told me about the event. So I, I just think, pro and it, again, doesn't need to be a, a, an ambassador's program per se, but I think the key message is proactive instead of reactive. Let us, let us once over these things. Give us an idea because I, I think that it's very clear, and I don't shame you for it. Not in the slightest, okay? Not in the slightest. I've said this before, I, and I've told the community this. Guys, you can't force your staff to play this video game. Okay? Nor would I expect them to want to in a lot of cases. Okay? Because this is work. And then they're going to go home and play a game, and it's work. And you can't do that. It's not fun if it's work. So I'm just saying, there's a little bit of a disconnect. It, it's obvious. It's been obvious for a long time. But this weekend, it was made blazingly obvious, blatantly apparent that there's a little bit of a disconnect. And so I, I just feel that some proactivity would go so far, would go so far with event planning because then your players, I mean, your players have lost six days in the game now. Well, what is it? Five, five days in the game. The events started on Tuesday, right? Didn't, uh, no, it was Wednesday. Wednesday was the chaotic events, right? Am I forgetting? I don't even know. Golly. Wednesday yeah Wednesday were the chaotic events Tuesday was the arc launch Wednesday was the launch of cha- uh, the chaotic events and and I mean really discovery should have been one of the most exciting arcs you've ever done but it has completely lost its luster oh gosh yeah we're not even talking about gauntlet thank you mark gauntlet was was worse gauntlet let me let me ask you guys a question does anybody anybody have a server where all 50 players have placed. Anybody? Nope. Server 34 apparently has 50 players on the board. Uh, that's the only one. No, none others. None others. Um, and, and if I may ask uh, for uh, Blokeman on server 34, how – oh, no, you meant no. There's only 34 out of 50. Okay, okay. Sorry. So there's not a single server where all fifty players have been able to participate. <sighs> I, I think that one I think that one didn't go the way you wanted it to either. Hey Gregor what's The up, rewards O'Shea? were not even close to big enough
6: to entice people, I think. Wow. Because mostly the systems are empty. Like the system is empty on my server.
0: Well there we For go. For the most part it is. We just talked about that. I mean, literally just said it. Let us, uh, let us help you write these a little bit and let us help you provide some insight before they go live. Because Now, Gregor, let me, let me ask you a question because there is the right kind of player for this program and then there's the wrong kind of player for it. I feel like you're a super smart guy and you know that Scopely is not going to flood the economy with one single set of event rewards, but I imagine that you could have written a set of event rewards that wouldn't have broken Scopely's wallet but still would have enticed players to go play.
6: Well, let's be honest. I mean, this was a, a three-act qualifier, right? I mean, this was an entire arc qualifier to get in. Then it was delayed, and it is worth about a billion tritanium in the event store if you are in the top five, right? So the, the problem is, is there's no billion. there's no forced mechanic. So like, uh, there's they're not doing anything to force people to participate. And the brackets are so large, like one through five. I mean, I'm assuming you've seen the gauntlet. You know, it's one through five, six through 25, 26 through 50, right?
0: Yeah. I,
6: yeah, sure. <laughs> and and the, so that's, that's basically three brackets to the event. And one through five gets the same payout. Six through 25 gets the same payout. And there is, if you're in one through five, I mean, you can convert that event currency into like a billion Tritanium, which is good. But and but the real I think the real reward thereafter is the research medals, um, which again altogether I mean there's no forced mechanic here. So there's I mean I'm sure I have the problem everybody has. There's Nobody's nobody, in the system. There's nobody to kill. Yeah. And and anything that is is contrived, right? It's two buddies killing each other and getting out so that they can lock in a position. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's. Um, it's a setup so to speak right
0: would you have preferred would you have preferred um a forced mechanic such as using stella's or using g3 Uh, commons i
6: i think you should i think they made 50 tokens warp tokens is way too many and i think you should have had to spend all of your warp tokens and engaged in combat at a much lower rate like they needed to have some forced mechanic so even if you didn't want to do pvp because you're going to lose you could send in a crappy ship and get it blown up you know what i'm saying like something to force participation and and the the the, the time perspective was far too large you know what i'm saying like three or four days way too much that's, that's the, I, it was, I know that's for participation right but just the whole mechanics of it weren't well thought out like i've got tokens to spend but i've got nobody to fight you know what i'm saying yeah like there's there's nobody to fight so uh, that was it's not even pvp like somebody else said you might as well have just made it killing hostiles in a system right yeah whoever, whoever gets the first the highest amount of hostile kills whatever it's it's basically the same mechanics that Ooh. got you there to begin with which is having the strongest ship Tubics. which is what these PvP mechanics are.
0: Tuvix had a good idea. Make it Fog of War, so you can't see who's in the system. That would have been kind of cool.
6: I, I don't know if that would have changed it. I mean, again, there's there's ways to win, to beat this, and that's typically involves a setup scenario, you know what I'm saying, where you have somebody else in there that's willing to trade Vemet kills or something. I, I don't know. There's way too many ways to game this, and and there's no forced mechanic. so, Or or not even a forced mechanic, but some mechanic that doesn't rely on one of 49 other players being in the system. Yeah. Because uh, they're just not. I mean, I think Scopely knows it's not turned out well.
0: No, it, so, didn't. it didn't turn out well. A lot of players saying that they went in and traded kills, uh, went in with vemet and just traded kills with a buddy. Um, yeah. Yeah. Eh and and maybe maybe
6: if they made the payout 30 billion Tritanium which by the way is still almost nothing when you're in your 40s uh but even if they made it that that might have enticed people a little more you know what i'm saying i don't know
0: some people are suggesting uh timers for time survived some people are suggesting suggesting uh negative points for your leftover tokens forcing you to use them all um there there are a couple of things that you could have done to maybe spice this up a little bit. Um, you know, for example, you know, yeah, a negative point for losing – for having a leftover token, at least that forces people in there. Um, time survived would be an interesting mechanic. Go up into the system and, and I mean, that way you get points for being in the system. You know, so uh, that would be an interesting mechanic, although that's a hook that we've never explored. That would be a totally new hook. But actually, I like that hook. All right. Uh, I actually really like that hook. Time, time survive. When you enter the system, you get points based on how long you've been there, not points based on the kill. Um, that that could have been something interesting. Korat um, says, you know, let's get a little bit crazy. How about... A jellyfish blueprint for each win. Again, I think you you got people gaming the system there. People would use vomit kills and stuff like that just to farm jellyfish BPs. So I don't know that that that, that works. But uh, I just
6: hope they I just hope they picked up that the current mechanic is no good and don't use
0: it again. Like hopefully yeah. <laughs> don't use it. Again. Please 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 don't don't feel the need to recycle this one. Okay, at least not without some major changes. And uh, and again. Uh, again, I suggest that a Scopely Ambassadors program could help you with this, all right? And and again, choosing the right players is very important. I think you have to choose players that, that understand the limits of your current technology, that understand that the game is what the game is right now. We're literally just talking about minor tweaks in milestones or rewards or structure of events, like using the hooks that we have in the game now you know, we're not talking about. Hey, I think you should add a bank. Okay, <laughs> we should add a player marketplace. Those types of things are not what I'm after here. Okay, what I'm after here is ways to work within the game as it exists right now, just to make sure that player disappointment doesn't present itself when an award, when a, when an event comes out, and you're paid in battleship parts uh, to as a reward to use and explore.
6: I'm sure they thought this event would turn out different than it did I'm sure Sculpey didn't create the gauntlet thinking it was gonna be fall flat on his face right oh uh, yeah and that's I agree. that's what you're trying to prevent is maybe they think it's gonna work one way and the player base will be able to tell them that's not that's not how it's gonna turn out I agree like
0: yeah I agree uh, we're gonna wrap up our conversation right after the break folks we are gonna take a very quick one just to uh, to kind of Uh, get back on some sort of schedule here and uh, we'll come back wrap up with your comments and uh, we will play a game today all right let's uh, let's end today on a high note it's been a weird uh, day it's been a hopeful day it's been one that I hope uh, has been uh, has been emotional to you I hope it's touched you today in a way that that uh, we haven't done that in the past Um, and uh, and again like I say not I, I wasn't coming into today you know just trying to uh you know trying to ask you to help me fundraise it, this was this is something that me and my family have done uh and have been involved in and, and so i wanted to uh i wanted to share my story with you and i wanted to share you the story of my family and uh, and that's why i decided to do that today and uh, i know it kind of set the tone for the show but again uh we we could have been it, it could have turned out two different ways we could have been very angry uh, and I didn't want that. I wanted to uh, I wanted to have some hope and some positivity. And so, Scopely, yes, this weekend was a miserable failure. It's okay, though. It's okay. Everybody makes mistakes. Let's get back on the horse and let us help you. Let us help you design this stuff in the future. Uh, create an ambassador's program. Volunteer or find the right volunteers <clears throat> that can constructively help you because we know that it cannot be expected of you to engage in work during your free time. (laughs) We know that, Uh, and we just want to help, all right? Because if we can offer you some ideas before they they actually hit the game, then I think that can do a lot for customer satisfaction. We're going to talk more about it and wrap up right after this break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, and we'll be back in a moment.
2: This program is made possible in part by a grant from the Flubbermaid Corporation, makers of storage containers that never stop bouncing.
1: Hiya folks, it's the President here with a song for all you swing voters out there. If you want to gain clout, you've got to talk about campaign. And hey, the more you talk, the more people will listen. Trump's all over the town. Joe's an old clown campaign. You know, nice guy, but he's getting up there in years. He is. Fake news, lies, deep state spies. They hate my campaign. And believe me, people can think what they want about my campaign. All I know is we're stronger than ever in the US. If you like Fox News, there's no way you can lose campaign. And we're not going to lose. We're going to come out on top. When the race is won, they'll be suing a ton. Campaign. Oh, believe me, I know they're going to be suing. They will lie. They will spy. I'll get by.
0: Campaign. I Well, everybody's heard about the bird? asked for it and i thought you know what i'm all in i dig it <laughs> the bird is the word welcome in everybody good evening and uh and welcome back welcome in uh to the show welcome back from break my name is ultimate djs this is talking Trek, star trek fleet command's official podcast with a very unconventional show today your mics are potted back up gregor i invite you back to the show and uh, how you doing, man? I I didn't even know you were actually here. I'm so glad that you are, man. How you been? Yeah, I, I, buddy. Feels, yeah, just uh, it's been busy lately. Yeah, it has been. It, it feels like it's actually been days since you and I talked, which is very unusual. Um, I, of course, then that's probably mostly my fault. I've been very very busy this weekend, um, and uh, and even kind of leading up to Friday. I mean, I'm, I'm getting hot dogs ready. <laughs> so um, yeah, leading up through Friday and just uh, you know, kind of a kind of a very uh non-screen time oriented weekend for me buddy uh what about you you've been doing a lot of work and and uh, of course it's no secret that you have been slightly disappointed with the uh content from scopely here over the last several weeks and uh, uh i was pleased to hear because i guess we did talk maybe uh, what thursday that you had uh, that you would come back in the game you were actually live streaming on our channel uh i think thursday or friday doing a little bit of gauntlet killing i guess it would have been friday right so um mm-hmm. good to see you back in the game what do you think over the last couple of days yeah i mean
6: well i don't have discovery yet oddly i didn't buy it because i think we've talked about that it's not really that interesting since they can't go to d4 space uh dark space which is where i could see it being useful but i did say i did want to say like that um <clears throat> that context is for king solo milestone milestone yeah it's like 160 million trip that was fair payout for that work
0: yeah yeah you know that's actually what i was talking about earlier that solo milestone was kind of the highlight of the weekend um and and sadly enough that shouldn't have been the highlight of the weekend you know it was the smallest event that happened over the weekend (laughs) but it had great trite so how did they bracket the
6: solo leaderboard for that because, like, I'm the only person in the leaderboard.
0: <laughs> I have no idea. Did they
6: change the bracketing system?
0: I don't know. Has anybody has anybody actually bothered to bracket that out and see where, where people are in that? Gregor is a 48. Uh, I'm the only person. <laughs> he's the only one up there. So, well, that's great. Either that's
6: an in, in activity on my server or
0: well maybe they rebracketed. i don't could, know could be i'm not sure uh you know we have talked and uh and and even a couple of the other a uh, couple of the content creators and moderators have have messaged me about this messaging uh guys i do want to remind you and i'm going to do it here in audio as well i've done it in text and and people have actually even given me grief for copying and pasting it it's just because i'm tired of typing it um but i i remind you guys that there is a little bit of context for this ship now Gregor, you are a thousand percent right. JB has said this thing to me, a thousand percent right. As of this moment, this ship presents absolute, absolutely no long term gain for you. Okay, because it's a badge farmer. <laughs> and how many badges are in your inventory, Gregor? I'm gonna hundreds. hold on. I'm gonna look. Oh, only 160 because I was gonna bank on about 300. No, I said hundreds. Hundreds. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go. Uh, JB says the same thing. I don't need badges. All right, And it can't jump into warp space. Let's talk about something else that we mentioned in our video, Gregor. Uh, by the way, you liking a video series? I know you told me that you were going to catch up, have you? It's been, I have not uh, oh. I have not in the last uh, week or so here. Shamey, yeah. shamey, shamey. You guys go yeah. out and, and make sure and check that out because there's been some good stuff. As a matter of fact, Gregor, I know you're not there yet. And by the way, congratulations and shout out big country. Big country who unlocked known associate in the Outlaw Reputation store. Uh, that has been unlocked. And our newest video uh, has uh, a comparative analysis from Accomplice, which is where I am to Known Associate, which is now where Big Country is, and pointed out the uh, comparative math on uh, extra payout and extra cost, Gregor. So if you guys are interested in that, maybe you want to start planning. As a matter of fact, I strongly suggest that you start planning because of the expense of the Known Associate store. I strongly suggest you start planning. Watch the video. Get the information. Uh, I'm with crazy. To put it delicately, Uh, comparative analysis doesn't work. Let's go with the comparative suckage. Uh, Is it quadratic in (laughs) cost now? It's it's pretty significant. linear payouts? It's pretty significant. Uh, As a matter of fact, uh, Snake Eyes, did you put in the graphics room the upgraded chart? Is it there? Because I I know we didn't get a chance. Oh, yeah, yeah. There it is snake so, guys I am apparently seemingly having some connection uh, connection problems can you take that chart um, and uh, or ju- yeah okay as long as it's there you guys take a look in the graphics room and that is the corrected chart is by the way and I can't even see it because I'm having some connection speed uh, or connection problems here I cannot see it but uh, I, I there was a typo on it uh, it did say scoundrel at the top which was my error it should read accomplice as the old value and the new value he is known associate, but uh, yeah, Gregor, take a look at that. I even did percentage comparisons. All right, so you can see, for example, with rare uranium, you can see that you get a 5% increased benefit for about a 50% increased cost. <laughs> mm.
6: Well, weren't you the one saying that scopey doesn't want us doing all the things anymore?
0: <coughs> I or? I was the one that said that, yeah. So they're as <laughs> follows that. I guess. That maybe. I don't know. I was the one that said that. Um, so, QuickThinker says, can you explain badge farming for those of us who don't have Discovery? Yes. So, now, QuickThinker, here's the problem. As of right now, it has not yet presented itself because we can't use the daggone freaking refinery. Because there are no Discovery refinery tokens been being uh, been awarded here lately, other than a compensation chest. However, when this event is working properly... All right. When this event is working properly, all of the events are handing out these discovery uh, uh, refinery tokens, and you use those tokens in the discovery refinery to receive minor com- uh, commendations. These minor commendations are accumulated and then can be redeemed uh, at a cost of eight hundred and forty. For a badge of your choice. Now, quick thinker, if you happen to notice in your compensation chest the other day, you should have received, if I'm not mistaken, uh, you guys should have received 1,700 of them. Is that correct? There were there were 1,700, I believe, that were recovered. Well, it- yes. Uh, and, again, I'm so sorry. We I might be having some trouble here. Uh, but 1700 is what you got. Uh, that 1700 then, could be used in your faction stores. That 1700 could be used in your faction stores, in any faction, by the way, that is consort or higher. And you can use that. Now, th- that's what you got immediately as compensation. But moving forward, quick thinker. Moving forward, you will constantly be able to use that refinery to accumulate the accommodations uh, to, therefore, continue earning free badges. Okay? Uh, continue earning free badges. Uh, consort in your reputation, and your faction reputation, is only $500,000. Reputation or higher, and that's in either Federation, Klingon, or Romulan. So, if you look in your faction store for Federation, Klingon, or Romulan, and you are five hundred thousand rep or higher, you're going to scroll down, and you're going to see uh, <laughs> somebody says, "Oh, I'm way past that." That's okay. That's okay. It, it, it only requires five hundred thousand or higher, guys. Okay. And if you look in there, then you will see if you scroll down far enough, you're going to see these minor commendations that can be uh, that can be redeemed. Snake eye's saying it's only one badge per level. No, it's freaking not. Are you serious? They gated it? No, they did not. I'm done for today. <sighs> how many how many uncommon Marmo- mud
6: Mata's would you have to run in a 5 or 5 or 6? I guess 5 stellar configuration to collect enough uh Exchange loot to do a single daily turn-in Because you're getting like on the high-end ones you're getting like 2,500 uncommon loot, right? If you're running five Stellas,
0: yeah, probably The uncommons for me are not the bottleneck right now um, It's the rare and the epic it, it costs, if I'm not mistaken you guys correct me if I'm wrong It takes about 12 epic armadas to do a single refine I do a single chest right so
6: how are you as a free to play? How do you get
0: there? Yeah, you got to You got to roll with your team or earn the directive. So, I mean, it, it is slow. It's very slow.
6: No, I'm just I'm just thinking like just for your uncommon exchange, loot, right? To do your 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 exchange all right, guys, high
0: we're getting a lot of conflicting information over this badge thing. I'm going to log into the game real quick because I have not bought any. All right. I've not bought any. And, Gregor, I'll come back to your point in just a second. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have not purchased any badges yet. I am $10 million respected in all three. Now, if I look, well, see, I haven't bought any, so that, that's not going to tell me if it's locked. See, in Federation, I've got all three open. In Klingon, I've got all three open, but you know what? They are in different orders, so maybe maybe you guys are right. Maybe I'm 10 million, so I've already got them all unlocked because in Federation, my science badge is first, command badge second, engineering badge third. Then in Klingon, my command badge is first, engineering is second, science third, and then in Romulan, my engineering badge is first, science badge second, and Command Badge 3rd. So, do you think... So, there's not a cooldown on them, but you think that the different badges unlock at the different reputation levels? Yes. Okay. Okay, So so there's still an unlimited number of badges available, but if you're single faction... Oh, wow. Did we just add another reason to the list of be double or triple faction? <laughs> I think we might have. <laughs> that way you can actually make sure you have access to all three badges at any given time. Okay, there you go. And Hani says, look at my post. Uh, there's too many posts here. I'm going to have to go back up and find it. All right. So just to be clear, um, just to be 1,000% clear, all badges are available from all three factions. They require a minimum of consort. And the badge type will unlock at each reputation level different for each of the three factions. So, uh, Snake Eyes, uh, send me a note. Not doing it tonight, but send me a note and we'll try to see if we can can, uh, put out a chart on that. Okay, so there's no cooldown or number of unlocks, but just you're locked to what you can get in each one. Consort, then associate, then respected for each of the three stores in that order. Okay. Now, QuickThinker says, but can we farm only during events? That's the problem, QuickThinker. Right now, you can't farm at all because, they're not award- because the events that were awarding the Discovery refinery tokens had been canceled. And this comes back to Gregor's point, which is still, as of right now, the Discovery has no value to anybody. Okay. Literally, at this moment. Now, listen, again, they're not going to scrap the entire arc okay, they're going to have to fix it. They're going to have to come back out with a way to fix it, all right? But as of this moment, the entire arc has been borked, all right? And the value of discovery at this particular moment, the value of discovery is Zero. zero. okay? Because you're not earning the currency that you need to upgrade it. You can't upgrade it. Therefore, you can't refine anything. You can't upgrade the spore drive. You can't refine the commendations, you can't tear the ship. I mean, nothing without paying. It's just all... Ragsnar says, I disagree. It's very pretty. I agree, too. It is very pretty, but that's all we got. That's all we got. All right? We got something that looks very, very nice, and that's it. Okay? Tech Guy says, yes, you can upgrade still. You are correct. All you have to do is buy packs. <laughs> all you have to do is buy packs because you can't refine the spore drive components okay you can't do it
6: early access
0: no that but no you could have refined the spore drive components if the events were working i know i'm kidding yeah I'm kidding. yeah the battle pass gives you uh spore drive components well that's good i'm glad it's not nearly enough for what you need i can promise you that uh it's says not,
6: it's not investing Dreamweaver. it's spending
0: So QuickThinker says, I'm just trying to understand farming and how and when. Okay, so thank you, QuickThinker. This brings me back to my original point. All right? Every specialty ship that has launched in this game has had a long-term play. All right? Uh, It's outside the faction ships because the faction ships are just, I mean, that's your long-term play. Those are your warships. Okay? So let's look at the Franklin. Long-term play was originally designed to be what, Gregor? The long-term play on the Franklin was originally designed to be... Biomineral collection. Biominerals, which are exchangeable for...
6: Resources. Resources. Eager amounts of resources.
0: Very tiny amounts of resources. (laughs) All right. Very teensy tiny amounts of resources. But that's what it was, all right? The Tritanium, the Dill, the Steel. Every single day, you got to choose what you wanted. All right. That was the original purpose... Of the franklin was to assist with resource injection all right then later they added another component which was wildly well received and that was um uh con con thank you that was con and mara and potentially transport patterns okay so that's the franklin all right uh the devore obviously clearly latinum all right the vidar Uh, you say tech guy that it's rep it's actually the Vidar is very much more uh, it's very in depth all right yes rep is part of it also faction credits guys I remind you for example hey Gregor how many factions are you grinding right now up there in 40 ops 48 land one one so Gregor how do you have an opportunity to earn faction credits for one of the other two factions that you're not grinding The store. The the
6: store. Or the Vidar. I mean, sorry.
0: (laughs) The pay store. No, (laughs) wrong answer. Uh, The Vidar. Yes, the Vidar. And or faction hunt. Okay, faction hunt's another one. So, uh, faction credits, very important from the Vidar. Um, And uh, and so, faction reputation also. And then lastly, maybe even potentially the most important, for me, independent credits. Okay? So, the Vidar is extremely uh, useful. Outside of its arc. How do you benefit from rep credits and independent credits? you got to use your two cells a day, all right? Therefore, being an outside-of-the-arc mechanic that you can do even now, outside of the arc, to gain benefit, all right? Uh, let's take a look at Stella, all right? Stella has one. Stella is, uh, you say uncommon three-star. I'm not going to wildly disagree, but my personal opinion on Stella is... Um, is uh, ship strength, research, okay? Because like, there is good research in there, okay? There's really, really good research in there. But you say uncommon, that's okay. That's I'm, I'm okay with that. I'll go with that. But really, research and ship strength uh, is, is really, really good there, okay? Uh, and so now that brings us up to now discovery, okay? Discovery. Discovery, uh, and again, if you guys will go back and remember, during their arcs, All these ships were obviously driven during their content, okay? If you'll remember, the event store, or I'm sorry, the Borg Refinery, that didn't come out until, like, the very end of Borg Arc 3, okay? Might have been was it Borg Arc 4? It was Arc 4, because it was the event store. It was in the event store to begin with, all right? So uh, you guys remember, during the arc, their use is different than outside of the arc. Right now, we got Discovery. She's being used for the story. She's being used in the arc. Alright. But once the arc finishes, the Discovery is the exact same way as the board refinery. Discovery already has a tab in the refinery. Alright. And right now it costs Discovery refinery tokens, but I think we're gonna see that altered, just like we have with most of the other ships. We're gonna see that alter into something that is gonna be a grindable daily, all right, so that we can go in and do our refinery every day, which has a twenty two hour cooldown. And, uh, and we'll be able to grind for commendations, which are going to basically be a, a redeemable for uh, badges, okay? And, uh, and speed-ups, all right? Not to mention the spore components for upgrading the three discoveries that you may end up with accidentally. <laughs> okay, so uh, so there you go. Outside of the arc, this will be a badge farmer, Okay, Tech guy says, what I want to understand is the benefit of the spore drive. I can see it being great for limited time events. But other than that, what's the point in jumping? The, we, uh, the ship is weak, not much use. Tech guy, that's the problem right now. During the events is what it was designed for. And we have no events. <laughs> okay. And uh, Nayland says, grabbing mining nodes, that's great. But it can only jump to warp 30 at tier 9, by the way tier nine which nobody is there all right but uh yeah it's it's got such a low warp range now gregor jb you make this ship great then i think you jack its warp range up by 30 okay uh, well maybe 20 20 at tier one all right make it make it a tier one ship that can reach warp 40 now you're talking now you're excited because now you can jump everywhere and gank miners. Because I mean who's mining in warp twenty space?
6: Well, you can get the warp twenty-five enhanced warp core
0: research, right? And yeah. that does apply post ship. Yes. Yes. Uh but not very many players are ops forty eight, Gregor. <laughs> right, but I mean it still only gets you to like It you still know, is only gonna get you to warp fifty five. We're 55, yeah. and that is not enough for Dark Space. Nope. All right? And the and the VIPs wanted this ship for Dark Space. Now, lower-level players, all right? Lower-level players wanted this ship for another reason. We wanted to be able to jump in, gank a miner, or gank an overcargo Franklin, or gank uh, potentially a Vidar, but probably not yet. All right? It's not strong enough. But we wanted to be able to pop in, kill someone, and pop out. Well, we don't have that mechanic either, because we don't jump directly where we want to be. Alright? You could say killing an armada, but most armadas are going to use ships that are more more powerful than Discovery. But nonetheless, you don't even jump in where you wanted to jump. You jump in, and basically you eliminate your warp time, but you still impulse from the system edge. Alright? Which I also think was a tactical error by Scopely. I think... I think that if you actually allowed it to instantly jump and appear in the middle of a system, it would have been fantastic. (laughs) All right. Blokeman says, I think that's partly the reason it's so poor is the griefing ability. Uh, I don't know. Scopely, Scopely, while they won't come out and say it, my gut tells me they like PvP. (laughs) My gut tells me that they do. But, yeah, I don't like that it that it impulses in from the edge of the system. I feel like it should jump exactly where I want it to go. So, anyway, as of right now, guys, the Discovery has more out-of-arc benefits to us than it does in the arc. But we've had a rough start, and they have an opportunity still to turn it around. But, like, you know, you guys have all said, and how I agree and feel right now is that I'm just I'm just disappointed here so far. We haven't had a chance to use the ship that we've been so excited about being able to use, and we can't use it. There's no way to use it. And there's no way to upgrade it. I Even if I was enjoying my downtime and trying to work on the ship, I can't. So there is that. Um, guys, anything else that we should talk about? We're actually over our time. I uh, didn't really mean to do that today. My head's not in the right place to do it. But uh, we can uh, get ready to wrap up. I'd like to play a game real quick if you guys want to. Oh, uh, real quick, I don't want to forget... Uh, We have been given authorization to give away a Discovery for free this coming Wednesday. We are doing it very, very simple. We're doing an off-air game, so if you're listening in podcast form or if you're watching on YouTube or if you hear about it on the official Discord, all you have to do is join this Discord. We're going to do it the exact same way we do Spam It. It's going to be an off-air game, real quick and easy. Everybody can register. Go up into the Spam It room. Type anything. Let the bot catch you. And uh, this coming Wednesday, we're going to do two giveaways. We're going to do one for Spam It, and we're going to do one for Discovery. And uh, we will give away a Discovery this coming Wednesday. So make sure that you join the Spam It room and Spam to your heart's content. Anything else? I know a lot of you guys are going to have Discovery, but again, maybe you can have two Discoveries, and that'll be fun. Now, listen, in all fairness, in all fairness, with two Discoveries, all right, I can still, I can use two Discoveries. I don't even have to upgrade one, and it'll be a decent miner, okay? So I could take one up there for hostiles, and I could take one up there just to mine. I mean, listen, there's a benefit to multiple Discoveries, all right? You guys go talk to Wambulance, who has five Stellas, all right? He finds a way to use it. okay so there there is there is ways to make it work uh any other questions anything else before we get ready to wrap up last minute questions (laughs) dreamweaver says ha cheapskate you need four (laughs) i might get four who knows who knows uh Segrun says are they planning on putting in larger nodes Uh, not to my knowledge not to my knowledge i mean this is this is the mechanic active mining they've been pushing this for months uh, Blue Panda says, is Discovery another botany bay to ARC, uh, like ARCs 1, 2, and 3, to get officers in next ARC worth two or more future planning? Hmm. Again, I... I... I don't know that I would feel super comfortable recommending you go and buy one. Alright, but I will probably benefit by having more than one. To be truthful with you, I mean, I'm going to end up with three. I didn't mean to. Scopely gave me one. I screwed up my video, so I bought one, and then I'm going to get one from the battle pass. So I'm going to end up with three. I mean, I- I'm going to use them. I'm sure I'm going to use them. To be frank with you, you know, even if the even if the two uh, even if the tier one was just going to be a minor, because I took one to tier three, then found out the recording didn't work, so I took another one to tier three. <laughs> so right now I've got two tier threes, and I'll have a tier one from the battle pass in a couple of days. So I'm sure I'll use them. To be honest with you, I'm sure I'll use them. Uh, K Horn says, if you're Frank, can I be Joe? <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Let's play a game. All right, we're going to do it real simple. Uh, I've got a game today. Uh, and we will do Deal or No Deal. We'll get back to normal how we've been doing. I got a game today of Steakhouse or Gay Bar. Steakhouse or Gay Bar. Let's give something away and find ourselves a winner. Vitas Bond, find me a player. Vitas Bond has chosen Scruples. Scruples. Congratulations to you. All right, Scruples. Uh, would you like to play in voice or do you need to play in text today? I like the name Scruples. All right, Scruples, you got about 10 seconds to respond, and then we got to move on. All right, we're actually way over our time. What time we go on the air? 5.30? So we're like two, we're already over two hours. How did that happen? Golly. Scruples, Scruples, hey there. Hey, Scruples, uh, welcome into the show. All right, uh, don't recognize your name. Please tell us what server you are from. Uh, Scruples is typing and says server 45. Welcome into the show. Appreciate you being here, Scruples. All right, so if you've never played the game before, this is how it's played. It's basically deal or no deal. You're going to choose a chest and it is going to be random, 1 through 20. That's your secret chest that you get to keep, all right? And then I'm going to choose a chest, same thing, 1 through 20, and that's going to be the one that we play with, all right? So if you would, please uh, go ahead and choose a random chest, 1 through 20. Scruples says 12. All right, Scruples going with chest number 12, and uh, my random number generator just generated and chose chest number 19. It's uploading now. All right, let me open up the prize list and we'll take a quick peek. Chest number 12 is yours, it stays a secret. 19 is mine and we will play with that. The contents of chest number 19, 20,000 uncommon uranium. 20,000 uncommon uranium. All right, that could actually be pretty good for your outlaw research and uh, your Stella. All right, so uh There you go. Oh, wham. Stop it. Sorry we're not all holding 7 billion uncommon uranium. (laughs) I'm teasing. 20,000 uncommon uranium is yours if you can correctly answer five questions. Let's play the game. I'm going to read you a business. I'm going to read you a business. I got five of them. All you have to do is correctly identify if it is a steakhouse or if it is a gay bar. All right, steakhouse or gay bar is the game. Correctly identify each of them. Each correct answer is worth 20% of your prize. You have three seconds to answer. Yep, no Googling, only three seconds to answer because you cannot Google. Here we go, number one, Uh, let's find it here. Here we go, number one, the Old Lumber Company, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, the Old Lumber Company, steakhouse or gay bar. Scruples says that's a gay bar, and you are correct. Business number two, Los Diablos, Phoenix, Arizona. Los Diablos, Steakhouse or Gay Bar? Scruples says that's a steakhouse. Incorrect. Uh, Number three, The Flame. The Flame, Sanford, North Carolina. Steakhouse or Gay Bar? The Flame. Quickly, quickly. Uh, You said that's Steakhouse. And that one is correct. Number four, The Bison Room. The Bison Room, Newtown, North Dakota. Steakhouse or gay bar? The Bison Room. You say that's a gay bar. Incorrect. And number five, Cape Dutch. Cape Dutch, Atlanta, Georgia. Steakhouse or gay bar? You say that's a gay bar. And that is also incorrect. That's okay though, you got 40%. 40% of your prize. All right, so 20,000 Uncommon Uranium is going to, you got 40%, so that is 8,000 Uncommon Uranium. But, 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 hold the phone. 8,000 Uncommon Uranium is what is on the table. However, you still have the contents of chest number 12. As a matter of fact, I'm going to give you a premium. I'm going to give you 60% of that chest. Would you sell me your chest for 8,000 Uncommon Uranium. And if you decide to keep your chest, I will let you keep 60% of its contents. 8,000 Uncommon Uranium, or 60% of the contents of your chest. <laughs> Thank you, Wham. Chest number <laughs> chest number 12. Where you had Scruples? The game ain't over. Scruples says, I want 60% of my chest. All right, 8000 uncommon uranium is gone. Let's look at chest number 12. And I'm going to give you 60% of it. 60% of it. Actually, I feel like you traded up. Good job. Good job. I'm going to hook you up with 1500 un uh, 1500 epic Armada directives. 1500 epic armada directives that's enough for 3 epic armadas hopefully enough to get you a chest and open you up something awesome out of that 1500 epic directives congratulations to you yeah 60% there were 2500 in it so Yeah, that's uh, three Epic Armadas. Congratulations, you scruples. Listen, uh, you are a first-time player, first-time listener, so thank you for being here. Appreciate that very much. You do need to PM me your player ID so that I can make sure that you receive your prize. Please keep in mind that all prizes take 10 to 20 days to actually prize out. Uh, They used to be faster, but I am no longer uh, somebody who gets immediate action out of panic. (laughs) All right. Um that is uh that's it. All right, do we have anything else? I think that's it. Guys, it's time to go. We are 2 hours and 20 minutes. No someone's going to look at this podcast and be like, "Yeah, I'm out." Uh, that's going to do it. Guys, please uh, don't forget. I'm going to throw this in one more time. I know we started the show on uh, somewhat of a heart... Uh, 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 what do they say? A heartstring tugger. Tugging on your heartstrings. Uh, please keep in mind that we are going to continue this effort for the next several days. If you're listening in podcast form, the uh, PayPal link is available on our website, which is talkingtrekstfc.online, Continuing to raise money for my niece's diabetic alert dog and, of course, raising awareness through... Juvenile Diabetes. For more information and find out what you can do in your own community, visit JDRF. That's the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation, JDRF.org. Thank you guys so very, very much. Uh, My name is Ultimate DJ's This is Talking Trek, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, and would also like to thank our regular gold sponsors. I say regular, but our normal contributors, people who give us money all the time just to keep the show on the air. We thank you, and I'd like to go ahead and say thank you to them right now. Gregor, thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Scott, Bankman, and I, Beglin, thank you. Big Country, Trash Panda, uh, thank you guys so very much. Doom, Hank, Lord Neelix, Chuck's a Grunt, Pops, Dark Lord, and Steven Zaren. These guys are all gold sponsors of the show, and I thank you for helping keep the lights on. JB, Ahab, Energy, Fukum, Hia Bomb Thorn, Virtual Army, and J thank you guys so very, very much. Morgul, DJ Gurr, Red 2, and then Honey, Just Skippy, Asius, Asriel, Dunk, and Bojack, all gold sponsors of the show. 813. Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Jason, Tabby Moza, Regis, McRock, Lady Kess, Frank Gallo, Engineering Free Philly, Hudson, Doc 31, and Morpheus, all supporters of the show on the gold level, thank you. Fartasia, Nick Burns, Cam, Coulter, NC, Jet Ski and Wingnut, Filler, Fluffy Puma, CCXN, tiny Grubbs, Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names Rock, Leonidas, Olfino, Space Sheriff, and Rurstott. I know I'm not saying that right. I apologize. Rurfstart, thank you for being a new gold patron. Raxnar, Striker, V-Ready, Jerry Ryan, these guys all brand spanking new gold contributors. Thank you for joining the team. Indie Dan, Quack Fu, Mr. Fusion, and Callus, our latest and greatest gold sponsors. Thank you for joining the team and being a, a member of our gold patron community. To join our patrons program, visit our website at TalkingTrekSTFC.online. Click the little button to become a patron for as little as $5 a month. You can actually to become a patron for a dollar a month but to be gold to get access to our behind the scenes footage and extra episodes published a couple of times a month that is gold access at five dollars or more thank you guys so very much my name is ultimate djs talking track is a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere i'll see y'all later bye